I'm Anthony Shetler, and this is the All I Need Skate Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please let us know by subscribing, liking, and sharing an episode. Check out allineedskate.com for epic skate videos of the crew, our skateboards, and apparel. Hell yeah. What's up, Goon? Not much. How are you? It's been a minute, huh? Several. Started off. Salute. Actually, I don't know. It hasn't been that long. No? Since we podcasted? It's been. A, you're the last person that was on the podcast. A I month think ago? We, yeah, it was before you got married. Oh, so I got married a month ago. Yeah. It's been a month since I put an episode out because I've just been life. Yeah. Been life and super hard, you know? That's good. Yeah. It sucks because I want to podcast all the time, you know? But then it's just like I want to do it when I'm in the right frame of mind and I, like, yeah. want to do it. Like, I want to do it, but I'm also, like, got other obligations, you know? I feel like I would get burned out on it. It happens. Depending on, like, who you have to come on, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know the show. Mine's, like, sometimes I have a guest. Sometimes it's just me. Sometimes it's just me and my friends. Sometimes it's me and someone I've never met. Yeah. I'll do any. I'll go over the map. That's gnarly. Yeah. Talking to someone you've never met and recording it. Yeah, you think that's gnarly? It is to me. Yeah. Uh, I would just be. I guess you learn how to steer conversations and like get your way through a lull. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's not always the easiest. Yeah. Especially if you can sense that like the other person's nervous, you want to calm them down. Yeah. Or if, like, you guys are just off. Like, me and you do a pretty good job, I notice. Like, I think you're the most reoccurring guest I've had because we have good conversation skills together. Uh, but sometimes I talk to someone and they're just, like, completely off from where I am and we're yeah. interrupting each other or fucking... It's brutal when you have to, like, do all the heavy lifting in a conversation. You're like, all right, you're not taking this anywhere. Like, you're yeah. trying to, like, steer down this road and they're just hitting the brakes or, like, <laughs> just... No, having no part of it. Oh, dude, I've had that. Like, it's like, why did I... I asked you to come on the podcast. You agreed. Yeah, Why right. did you agree if yeah. you didn't want to talk? One word answers. And then you're yeah. just, like, throwing shit out, trying to get him yeah, to, like... like <laughs> All right, I guess I'll do everything, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just... My conversation just slowly gets crazier to see if they'll actually say something about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you start testing shit out. You're like, where do I have to go to get them to, like, engage or come out, you know? Some people just don't, though. Yeah, yeah. And then I start, I'm like, is it me? Am I weird? Yeah. And it's like, no, you're fucking weird, dude. <laughs> like, I'm talking. Own it, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that happens in real life, and it's tough enough, but I can't imagine, like, you're sitting and recording with someone, and it starts happening. I'd just be like, all right, man. Like, I think I've done that. You want to call I've, it? I think I've, like, called it. Yeah. Just because I'm like, clearly this isn't going to work. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. You have to be like, oh, oh, shit. Like, pretend there's a technical problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I've seen everything because I've been podcasting for like almost a decade now. I've yeah. seen like every type of thing and I've done it. I've podcasted every which way too, like through the computers, through the phones, through like different setups. Like, yeah, it's insane, man. This is definitely the best setup you've had so far. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Even just visually. Yeah. We the got background it. and stuff. It's nice to have like a designated studio, you know? Yeah. Where you just, it's just for podcasting, just for sitting down, just to smoke a little weed, talk some shit. Yep. Um, 
the theme for today's podcast, I think, is just wedding season, dude. It's been a lot of weddings. Yeah. Congrats. Last time you weren't, I don't think you were married last time you were on the show. No. How's it? You feel like Al Bundy yet or what? Oh, dude. Uh, No, man. Nothing, nothing really changed except the first few days we were like, yeah, nothing's different. And then like a weekend, we were both kind of like, yeah, it feels a little different, but it's it feels like better different. That's it. It just feels like feels secure i don't know yeah you committed just, you're like yeah this person it's like i already knew she was there and had my back no matter what but it just feels so much more like sure you know you gotta label things so if it's like we're married that's like a title yeah so it's like you're and in. i've said my wife a few times wow and it's, it's so sick dude. Yeah? yeah yeah that's sick it's very cool do you ever smack her ass while you say it yeah sometimes <laughs> Yeah. My wife. Yeah. <laughs> say my wife. <laughs> she said that in her vows. Oh, did she? Yeah, I always say that, and she snuck it in. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> the wedding was good, dude. I had a blast. It was amazing. Danced. Yeah, I shook you had my fun. body. I ate a lot of food. Yeah, that was epic, dude. Yeah. How many people were there? It was a good amount, right? 120, I think. That's a good amount. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Yep. That spot was sick. Yeah, everything... Did the planning. I mean, we planned it for we, she, and I helped sometimes for uh, ten months, I think. And it took ten. That was ten months of planning. Of planning, yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, I proposed in October of yeah, October of twenty twenty one to August twenty twenty two. So yeah, it was like ten months, and you have all these hopes and like just every li- like all these little details and is everything going to come together and everything did dude yeah like, exactly and we she again planned everything just perfectly so like even if there's so many variables things like weather um guest dro- just so many things that can so many people involved yeah moving parts a lot of moving parts right that uh, so just things can, can and will go wrong, but so much just went perfect. It was like, even the way I felt the day I woke up, I thought I was going to be a nervous wreck and I woke up and I was just like, Zen. That's it. It was so cool. Yeah. I haven't, That's what you hope for. Yeah. I haven't felt like that since or before, <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, I don't know, ready to, to handle that day. And yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah. The day before or like, was it the day before we did the practice? Yeah, the rehearsal. Yeah. Yeah. There was a dead rabbit in the pond. That's right. Yeah. Slayer. <laughs> Slayer. Yeah. I thought that was like a bad omen, but. Definitely not. It's cleaned up and. That's nature. Nature just eats everything and kills each other. That's right. Life yeah. eats life. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And then there was a uh, fake Rams. He was there. <laughs> Who's that guy? What was his title? He's, he's like the day of coordinator. Yeah. So we had a different, we had like some lady who, I don't know what happened to her, but then we got fake Ramsey. He was cool, but he just wasn't the real thing, you know? Yeah, he was okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he was kind of like. He's doing the best he could. He, had, he, he I don't know what to call it, like that professionalism he had it was just like a little he laid it on like a little thick you're yeah. like come on man i know like you're a person dude the talk one, to me like a person you know who laid it on thick was the photographer i'm sorry i don't know who she is or if she's related to someone but she had like a whole like meltdown when she was shooting photos yeah, she almost died dude. yeah what was that was she it because she was too she had, hot like, heat stroke or something <laughs> yeah oh sorry yeah no she uh dude she's an unreal 
The photos are so good. Yeah, everything. All the video and photo stuff looked sick. The only reason we got her is because she's always wanted to shoot there at, at Plymouth Plantation. She's oh, sick. way out of our budget. And yeah. yeah, she was like directing and very um, a little harsh at times in her direction. But she got the photos she wanted and the ones we wanted. And it worked out perfect. But yeah, she was like... She had like a heat stroke. Yeah. I was like, dude, what's going on right now? Is she okay or is she stroking out on us? She had to sit down and like eat. <laughs> yeah. I, had to, I was like giving her crackers and Gatorade <laughs> and shit. And that, she was super mean to her husband oh, the really? whole time. Yeah, That's so funny. I mean, not... not it's s- what happens though. You're hot. You're fucking about to pass yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just their dynamic too. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. But yeah. And then Dan filmed it and the, the video came out exactly as I knew it would. Yeah. Because Dan, you know. Skateboarder, filmer making yeah, them just, wedi- wedding edits yeah you think about the stuff he gets like the b-roll he gets when we're skating yeah and you might just take that and put it in that in a wedding situation it's like everything you'd want it's sick yeah, yeah. he got it he edited it so well yeah we're psyched i was stoked on that yep the edit was freaking sick so fun dude yeah so fun i've watched it like i don't even know how many times probably 50 times oh you know what that's sick <laughs> that is sick what? the last podcast that we did the last episode before this one you asked me to do the speech that was the last time we talked on the podcast yeah you asked me if i would remember i said no at first yeah i remember that but i asked you on here yeah oh i'm sorry that's, that's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> yeah. that's really putting you on the spot uh, i didn't even think of it that way remember i said no just because my last experience yeah. with doing one was a fucking horror dude show. your speech was so good i did all right yeah it was awesome <laughs> dude, it was i was so nervous good. i was like fumbling the mic and like my drink Oh, yeah, you might need to drink in the phone. <laughs> oh, the phone, too? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it was perfect. You got a choo-choo in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Dan used a little bit of my, in the edit, too, uh-huh. the little bit of the speech. <laughs> yeah, we told him. Uh, that's so cool. We told him which lines to use and stuff. What? That's sick. Because he made a rough cut that's, like, 45 minutes long, and then oh. we just wanted a little, like, highlight one. Did So you get the rough cut, too? Yeah. Just give you both, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, you you nailed it, man. Dude, same. Your dance, you guys' dance was... I wasn't expecting that. How long yeah. did you practice the dance? Uh, About a month. That was only a month of practice? Yeah, we practiced like a couple times fire. a week in the basement. And what? Yeah. That's sick. That made me inspired. I want to fucking... I'm trying to... Uh, my, me and my, my niece Raven just danced at my sister Patty's wedding. Yeah. And I want to ask her to, to do a dance with me so we can figure out, like, practice one, you know? Dude, it's fun. Like, I've always liked dancing at weddings, and obviously I love music. You love music. So yeah. moving well to music is, it feels so fun. Yeah. So I would do it again. Like, after we, you know, after the wedding passed and stuff, I was like, damn, I kind of miss, like, going down to the basement and practicing this dance. Yeah, ripping um, it. Yeah. It'd be good to have multiple dances that you could just whip out at any party, yeah. you know? Yeah. Just like, be like, whoa. Yeah. Tara's family, like, sometimes will have a ho- holiday or a party, and they'll do, like, an Irish thing Yeah. that I tried to learn, but <laughs> yeah. I haven't really focused <laughs> that it's, Yeah, when you, like, they were doing, like, I don't know, I guess it's a line dance, which I've never done, to one of the songs. and uh, Who was? At, at our wedding. Oh, it's yeah, like, yeah. You just all stand in a line and, like, repeat these moves, and everyone knows it somehow. Yeah. And it just looks so fun. Yeah, yeah. But that's sick. Yeah, you can just 
you can just dance if you want. You can dance if you want to. Yeah. You can leave your friends behind. I don't know the rest. And if, if your friends, friends don't dance and if they don't dance. Figure it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I danced, dude, at my sister Patty's wedding this past weekend, like two days ago. What's it? Tuesday now? Yeah. We're out in space and time. Tuesday. Yeah, Saturday, I think the wedding was. And um, it was after the wedding because the, the wedding that we went to was at my Nana's house. So... The wedding was in the backyard, and then we all ate in the barn. And then after everyone left and was hanging outside again, there was the where we ate was just a big wide open floor. And then me and my niece just danced for like forty five minutes, maybe nice. an hour. And I was actually trying stuff because I was thinking about you guys ripping. <laughs> and I was like, I'm actually gonna try this. And we like worked out a little thing. She got some twirls. I like dipped her a few times, threw her back up. Yeah, it was so fun, dude. I was like. I took a break and got back up, and we just kept dancing. Raven has so much energy. Yeah. Like How old just, is she? Uh, I think she's like nine, maybe. Oh, all right. Yeah. Eight or nine. Yeah, they'll wear you out, dude. Yeah, she just has so much energy, dude. It's like. And dancing's so fun. Like, that happened to me. We went to another wedding last weekend, last Friday. And, uh, yeah, you, I, like, dance for, like, half an hour and sit down. I'm exhausted. And then, like, another song comes on. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If the hype's there, you're, yeah. ba- you're just back in there randomly. Yeah, dude, so fun. <laughs> it's so embarrassing too. Dan- it is, yeah. Dancing at weddings for me, like getting just getting going is the hardest fucking part. But then you look around, dude, and you're like, there's usually a couple people who are like, oh shit, they look like they know how to dance, but everyone else is just trying stuff. Yeah, they're just out you know? there. Yeah, it helps if there's more people. It gets less embarrassing because you're like everyone's yeah. just falling together. You it's, know, it's really uh, something I've been trying to put into practice is remembering that like when I see someone making a fool of themselves on a dance floor, say it's like, I don't sit there and go like, Oh, what a, what an idiot. They look so weird. Yeah. Like they look free and they don't really care what you think and that they're having fun. So if you can remember that, let them live. Yeah. Let you'll end live. up having a better time. Yeah. You know, it's hard to remember though. It's, it's also like for me, it's just like getting up and just going out there in front of eyes. Even if no one's judging you, it's still like, you're like, where do I start? What do I do? Like, even because I never really know how to, I don't really know how to dance at all. Yeah, <laughs> really. Most people don't. I have some rhythm, but probably like the white guy rhythm or something, you know? Like, yeah, that's most Although people. white guy rhythms like John Travolta, he can dance, right? I don't know. He's got, his, he's <laughs> on his own thing. It's like, yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just every time, because I dance like only at weddings pretty much. Yeah. So just getting up there, you're just like, fuck. This is uncomfortable. Would Tara dance if it's you best, if though. you were like, "Hey, I got this dance I want to learn." Uh, yeah, us, yeah. Clear a spot she's downstairs. probably uh, she's probably asked me to figure. It. She did. She asked me to figure out her her family's one. Yeah, and I've got like some of it down, but half oh, of they it, have like a dance that they do. Yeah, because it's like their family's Irish, so they have oh. like an Irish dance. Yeah, yeah. That we like every drunken party I'm at, I'm trying to learn. Yeah, while you I'm high learn and drunk. It. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm only getting about half of this right now. You got to be sober too when you learn to dance. Apparently, that would help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just to like lock in the steps because I've got like the rhythm of it, but I don't actually have all the steps. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Once those two meet. Yeah, you have a, dude. dude, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it becomes like muscle memory. We were we were like testing ourselves when we were practicing. We would just play the song and try to just talk through the whole thing. 
just about whatever about our day yeah and you just find yourself you're like just doing all the end up dancing yeah you just do the whole thing and you're like all right it's just drilled in yeah you know that makes sense the only thing that sucks is you can't listen to the song the same way ever again yeah because you've just like you mechanically just see broke feel it down. the yeah, yeah you have it broken down into little like segments yeah but i mean that's a it's small good. price to pay to again but on the plus side you can dance now at least yeah, you got to one you did a dance yeah yeah <laughs> i was dance. always a slow dancer and i wouldn't get out when the pop and lockins going yeah i'll do the slow dance no like, i don't know how to dance to i guess hip-hop although i danced to wu-tang with, with jenna a little bit was that just like this it's not really yeah you don't really dance just though bob your head you just like, yeah you just feel it i throw guess your middle finger up and it like fits <laughs> yeah. the vibes dude i got everyone to uh <laughs> i had the dj say like uh Oh, no, I don't think she ended up saying it, but something about hood rats. I don't think she ended up saying it, but it was for my sister. And oh, I got everyone to say life as a shorty shouldn't be so rough when that came up. So, like, <laughs> that's dude, because that's like that part in the song, like yeah. the, the music that cuts out. Yeah. It's just like boom, boom. everyone like comes dude, together so in sick. a chant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like Sammy, Kevin and Shelly, I think. Oh, like life as a shorty. Oh, they would nail it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so fun, man. Sammy and Cal, uh, Sammy and Kevin and Shelly are out in Cali. Evan went out there too, yeah. skating. I think he might he might be back or he was he's still out there maybe. Yeah, I've seen them on uh, Instagram skating crazy looking spots. Yeah, the spots are looking epic, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my sister Patty got married in Maine. It was sick, and I walked her down the aisle. The oh, back, you did the backyard. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we had to walk all through the porch down the stairs across the grass to like where the like creek river is and there's like a little bridge with like their arch thing right yeah and uh yeah it was super fun i was hyped for my sister that's cool i was excited to get dressed up for her wedding yeah i just wanted to feel like i would like looked good yeah felt good like i, I was thinking i was like i got dressed first <laughs> i was like the first one to get dressed <laughs> really because i wanted to because she kept being like she wanted to like less have it less formal like my sister patty just was like literally Real i just casual. want people here i don't even care if they wear all the same stuff or anything it's yeah. just so casual and uh but i wanted to dress up yeah, like fuck that yeah. yeah and she did too so it, like it looked good yeah you don't want to be walking the bride down the aisle looking exactly. like a exactly yeah, yeah yeah so it was cool because i felt like sharp and i like my sister and she, she was like nervous but i like kind of talk her through it when we're walking out she made a great bride sweet yeah, that was super fun. It was my whole, like, most of my family was there. Leah, Patty, Heidi, Jimmy, Joey, Danny, my cousins, Allie, nice. my aunt Tina, and I saw my Auntie Karen. Doo, 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 doo. Uh, my <laughs> Nana was there. That was sick. Raven drove up with us, my niece. Sick. That was super cool because Elwood and Emma got a chill with Raven in the backseat. Yeah. Because usually in the car, they're like, it takes them a while to get situated and get comfortable on long drives but if they got someone back there they just vibe out instantly so yeah. raven was on their same program in the back seat where in maine uh it's like up near dexter it was like five and a half hour drive oh shit yeah i drove up drove back when the, that was when this weekend oh okay yeah i think we drove up saturday morning super early woke up at like five or six and just like got on the road damn and uh we picked up raven the night before she was in Wareham, picked her up, slept over, and then we just woke up super early and loaded up uh, my lady's whip and drove up there to my Sweet. nana's house. So oh, beautiful sorry. out there. 
Yeah. So Maine and Maine and New Hampshire, just so beautiful. The weather, all the leaves are changing. They're starting to change. It wasn't so fall, but it was starting to fall. You yeah. Know what I mean? Wake up in the morning and it's definitely like sweatshirt weather. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Where you have to bundle up a little bit. Yep. The best feeling. Yep. Fall is the fucking best. This is like prime time yeah. weather, New England weather right now. I always feel a little guilt because like, I should be like in my heart. I should be like wanting to be out there filming a trick, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's still there. I'm like, I feel guilty because I'm letting this perfect day go by. I know. I still get that. Too. Yeah, like, I do. Ah, shit. I yeah. mean, I'm doing other stuff and, ha- you know, and I still want to go skate, but like, I sh- if you're a core street skater, like it's in your fucking filming video parts. Yeah. It's like, you're like, fuck. Yeah. Those days matter, you know? I used to stack tons of clips in the fall and spring because the yeah. weather's so perfect. Summer, you're just sweating balls. You'll get a banger in the middle of summer. You might even get your ender in summer because you just get, are so yeah. hot. No, you're right. And you're battling it, and you just kind of black out, and you get something you're like, you yeah. never would have got. Yeah, but this is like you like buckle down, yeah. and you're like, because you know the days are you're limited. You're in a hoodie. Yeah. You, maybe you even light a spot up. Yeah. You, know, you go out with a few friends. Everyone's in good mood because the weather's perfect. Yep. Dude kidding me and then fall fall and spring are the best for sure and spring's just everything's coming back to life yep so you're and then winter's just brutal and summer's just humid as fuck but you can get lucky and get your ender sometimes <laughs> not always yeah that's really true man <laughs> it is i know it's so funny yeah so we drove five and a half hours got to maine we bought a mattress for my lady subaru so it like fit, oh, fits the back perfectly yeah, yeah. so uh that was a nightmare because we we got it, and the first two they shipped us didn't deflate it on us, so they shipped us one, they filled popped. it up, deflated. We didn't even use it. We just filled it up, and then the next day it was flat. Oh nice! And then so we tried it again, flat, flat, and then we returned it, got another one, same thing. Holy Half shit! Half of it was flat. Yeah, and we had to mail it back to them. And same company. Yeah. Yeah, I would have switched. I think uh, Tara was in charge of that one. She was, she, I think she was just like fully in because she's like, "There's no way three three times," you know. Right. Yeah. And she was right because then the third one worked. But uh, yeah, we got to Maine and uh, we were like, "We're gonna sleep in our car." But everyone's kind of giving me shit, but like, you don't want to just sleep inside? It's like, well, we got this mattress mattress specifically, and it's hard to get the mattress because it kept yeah. deflating. <laughs> How like, was I really, it? It was fucking the best thing ever. Was it? Yeah, we had the skylight. In, oh nice and you're in maine yeah those cars are made for that aren't yeah, they kinda? Like, i guess yeah it's just for like camping it basically fucking outback right yeah yeah so yeah it was so comfortable the mattress was perfect it was me tara and the two dogs sweet in the, the back yeah i think emma slept in the front because we set it up yeah dude <laughs> the wedding was sick oh sorry jesus there was so much food yeah dude so much food. buffet or what yeah, basically. All my sisters, like, just made food. Oh, yeah. They were, like, meatballs. There was um, spaghetti, like, chicken. What is it? Um, chicken, pasta, ziti. Oh, chicken alfredo. Alfredo, or yeah. yeah. And then they had this, like, soup, uh, like, chicken soup, that big pot of it, dude. Like, just comfort filling food. Yeah. Like, so much of it. We still talk about, remember that uh, Christmas party you guys had here, like, two years ago? I think so. Where Leah was just cooking everything yeah i yeah. still have a video man it's like hurricane a full minute and a half long of just scanning <laughs> the counters and then into the other room and it's just all food yeah so much food that's what this was too yeah it's a lot it's the best yeah yeah you need so much the next day like 
or that night we helped we stayed and packed everything up and it was literally like trying to find spot for all this food and then the next day everyone came back and my nana gave everyone the food to like take home so oh sweet like cleared it out you know yeah yeah then you get food for like a week yeah my sister's wedding uh on the table so uh so in the barn it was upstairs um we set up all these tables so for the meal everyone got to sit down and then there was the buffet and on the buffet was just a bag of pre-rolled joints <laughs> like, <laughs> like 40 of them yeah she, that christmas party there was like a a dish of like sour patch kids but they were actually like oh yeah like weed, weed ones, ones. Yeah, yeah like i didn't even know luckily i didn't like dig in but yeah we gotta move those <laughs> yeah i was like oh shit um yeah it was sick man the best was that night though because everyone got a little rowdy yeah people were like i smoked some weed i drank very little i just had some champagne a glass or two smoked some weed people were taking mushrooms some nice. of my cousins took mushrooms <laughs> you didn't take mushrooms nah i don't feel the need yet I've taken it before, like a microdose or whatever. Yeah. But you, you know when you need to take them, I feel. You know? Yeah, I had that like uh, two months ago or something. Yeah. I took them and it was fucking insane. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. A little Alice in the Wonderland or what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I went, I went, I kept saying, I was trying to explain it to Aubrey. I was just like, I'm elsewhere. <laughs> that's where I am. Elsewhere. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way to describe it. Yeah, it was... <laughs> Is weird, man. Did you get sick? Sometimes people get sick from it. No, I didn't get sick. I just, uh, I went to some crazy places, man. Yeah. Yeah. Scared the shit out of myself, but I kind of, I knew I was going to, and it's the reason why I took them. I had to deal with some shit that I felt like everything I kept hearing about mushrooms. I was like, I think this is what I, I think this is what I need. Yeah. And it was, it was just, it was difficult. But ultimately, uh, a lot, a lot of times you those things that um, a lot of times the things that you need to confront, it's hard to get at them. So you need yeah. something to take you out of your rational mind to go out of your mind to be able to actually confront them and deal with them. Does that make sense? Seems like yeah, it. yeah. The stuff I was trying to yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it, but. Yeah, I, I would, mean that's I why I take mushrooms. Sometimes I'm like, I just need to kind of go get out outside of my mind, of yourself, let yeah. go of everything, and then like things come up and you just deal with them. Because I think a lot of it is rep we repress the things that we need to do that will change us. Because the things you need to do to change you is it's hard, hard to face those things. That's why you kind of like sweep them down, yeah. push them down, you know. Yeah. So a drug will take you kind of where you don't have so much control of pushing things. Down. Yeah, it's like, here you go. It's like, oh, this thing. There it <laughs> is. Like, oh, yeah. Fuck. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Not always. Some trips are good. Some trips are bad. You can do that on weed. You can do that on alcohol, too, you know? Yeah, very yeah. true. The time I, the last time I really tripped out was, uh, it was like hash. I think Jeff gave me. Oh, God. I went out of my mind, dude. I was literally in a pit looking up. It was like a grave. And, uh, and I was all day because I couldn't get up. I threw up all this stuff and I was just in this grave and I was just dealing with the worst, like the gnarliest stuff. Like I still didn't know I was still dealing with. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. And I'm in a grave because I, like, I, I couldn't dude. get off the ground because I was so high. And like, and I'm just literally the whole time I'm just looking up and then Tara would come in the room like, you okay? Jeff came in and check. And I'm like, feel like I'm looking up from a grave wow. talking to them. And I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, just leave me here. And I was, like, half – I was naked because I tried to take a shower to help me. Yeah. Because I was like, fuck, I'm, like, going to just – I can't Try get off the floor. Up. Yeah, so uh, 
got off the floor and made it to the bathroom somehow, took a shower, didn't get any better. So then I had to crawl back to the room basically naked. You and just got to deal with it. I laid on the floor in my house naked for like five hours. Fuck, man. Dealing with shit. How um it was hell, but then after I felt like I let I lost like a backpack with rocks. That's what I was in gonna it. ask. Yeah, yeah. it was like how that works. It's because I really a lot of it had to do with my mother. So it was stuff that I like wasn't willing to face or yeah. things that I pushed away because it's just a lot to confront and deal with realities that I didn't want to like face. Yeah. So um, a lot of it was that. And then yeah, you just you, you cried out and you get to the like where you just got you're like. You uh, have to give in. You have to be like, all right, like this is it. <laughs> I feel like that that weight that's lifted. I don't know. It's like there's like a place that you don't want to go to because you're like. To me, I was like, I think if I go there, I might. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get back from there. Yeah, yeah. And then you go there and you get back and you're like, okay, yeah. like I guess I guess I can go there and and I can deal with that over there and I know I can find my way back. Yeah. But, I don't know. That's how I felt. I think it's hard too. like shit happens when you're younger too. Like and it's hard to process stuff when you're younger, you know, like because it's all oh, so yeah. new and shocking. It's hard you know? to process stuff when you're older. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. And then it gets compounded. You don't deal with the shit that happens when you're a kid. Yeah. And then more stuff happens to you as an adult. Yeah, and, and then we do things to ourselves too, like we repress what we say when we should say it. Yeah, because we don't want to deal with confrontation and shit like that. Like, yep. then it's just like you just should carry stuff with you, and you're not even aware of it anymore, because life just goes on. Yeah, and it's just <laughs> like it folds into how you behave and interact with people, and it becomes who you are. Yeah, and then people hold you to that. Yeah, <laughs> like you're trying to get out of that. Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah. It's tricky, man. Life. So we're talking about tripping in life. Yeah. Well, so that's a good segue into uh, my Nana's house after dark. <laughs> my friend, my Joey and Danny, my cousins, they brought their friend. Oh, how can I not remember his name? Dango. His name was Dango. I didn't know he was there, to be honest. He's a big dude. He was like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. Big dude. Had a backpack on and headphones. And uh, I didn't see him really at the wedding. So, like, when I saw him at night, because everyone was just hanging outside after like dark. All, all there? So, I'll get there. Okay. <laughs> so, after the wedding is pretty much over, everyone just hangs out. Like, a bunch of people are over there getting drunk, just, like, yelling and being fucking country bumpkin type shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then, like, half of us are in the front just smoking weed and, like, hanging out and stuff. There wasn't many little kids. Like, the little kids were all inside. There was only a couple. There's Raven, Reese, but Reese lives there, and, like, he's not... But anyways, so it was mostly all adults, but we're outside, and uh, I'm smoking weed with my cousins, hanging out, everyone's having like a beer or whatever, you know, just doing wedding shit, and then uh, the whole party like dwindles down, and it's like just me, Joey, and Danny out front still, because I don't get to see those guys often, so I was like, I really just want to hang out with my cousins again like we're fucking 15, you know, and um, we were doing that, laughing our asses off and shit, and then... There's a guy, I kept seeing him the whole time. He's walking by the house, and he looks like Muska with a backpack on, yeah. big headphones. Fucking ghetto blaster. He didn't have the ghetto <laughs> blaster, but he was walking around with his hands like in the- Looking like the, for handrails. He had his hands like in the prey position. He's just walking back and forth what? in front of the house. And I just started noticing it just then after everything died down. It was just me and my cousins out front. 
And my cousin Joey, I'm fucked up, keep in mind. And he, I don't know if he was. My cousin Danny definitely did mushrooms. I don't know if Joey, Joey might have been sober. But uh, he was like, oh, that's my buddy Dango. And I, like, couldn't really take him. I didn't know if I should take him serious because he said it the name. It sounds like a joke. Dango. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. Oh, that's Dango. And when I saw him, Dango was on the <laughs> other side of the street of my Nana's looking away from us. Uh-huh. In the main, in the middle of Maine, an empty road. Right. Yeah, the dude's on the other side of the road, facing away from us. So I just see his back, yeah. and there's no houses nearby, just in front of my nana's. And I didn't realize it was Joey's friend, so I'm just staring at him. And Joey's like yelling shit to him, like I couldn't tell if Joey's just fucking with him because he's like a sketchy dude and he's in the middle of nowhere. Right. But no, it was his actual friend. I think he actually lives with him, Dango. His name's Dango. And uh, Jesus. Dango was tripping this balls. This is the most main shit, <laughs> dude. Dude. Dango was tripping balls on mushrooms. Uh, yeah. And that's what happened. So <laughs> during the wedding, the whole thing, he had just been walking back and forth. He was already tripping during the wedding? Yeah. So. Or like at least after it, because I didn't see him till the end of the night. But they said he had been pacing back and forth, and they can't really get him to like come with him because he rode up with them. Yeah. So he they can't get him, dude. So oh my we're God. all about to go to my sister Heidi's for the night and it's like a 20 minute drive from there and it's the middle of Maine. So it's like a dirt road and shit and you got to like, it's a lot of turns. Yeah. Dango <laughs> thinks he's going there. Jimmy, Joey, uh, Jimmy and no, I'm sorry. Joey and Danny take their car and they can't get Dango. So they take off to my sister's house. <laughs> Dango has no ride. He's in the middle of Maine tripping balls and like, he, dude. So me and Tara are the last two to leave. And we see Dango, and we <laughs> oh no, we drive up to him. We go, hey, uh, jump in, man. We're gonna go bring you to Joey and uh, Danny. They're your ride, right? And he's like, oh no, no, man, no, you've done enough. You've done enough. You've done enough. And I'm like, no, 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 man. Like, you're not gonna be able to walk there. Like, it's a 20 minute drive, and there's a lot of turns, and it's the middle of nowhere. Like, Wait, so his buddies just abandoned him there? Well, so they tried to get him, and they couldn't get him. He kept disappearing, and then showing back up, and then disappearing into oh, the woods. Jesus. So he's Christ. just on mushrooms, tripping ball. The nicest dude, though. He literally was like, "Namaste." He said that so many times, "Namaste." And uh, so the first time me and Tar tried to get him in the car, he rejected it. Yeah. We were trying to help him, and he goes, nah, man, you've done enough. Namaste. Enough. Namaste. I'm going to just hang out here. I'm like, yeah, like, but. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're, uh, he, and then he started walking off, and he disappeared into the woods. So then uh, we, did a, we did a couple laps, and we're like, what the fuck? And then we found him again. He popped back out on the same road. We talk him into the car, and he's <laughs> tripping balls. Dude, he thought we were going to kill him. Like, the whole drive there, he's like, were you guys taking I thought me? he was going to kill you. That's what I did. Yeah. We all thought they were going to kill each other. But he was so nice. He kept being like, namaste, namaste. So he was having a good time? He, he was, was but he was also thing. freaking out. Oh, yeah. he was? Yeah, he yeah. was also freaking out because he couldn't tell. Like, well, Did he even well, know you guys? No. So you're strangers trying to give him a ride? Yeah. But my cousins, Fuck. Joey and Danny, told me they brought him. Yeah. They just couldn't corral him. God and damn. that's where everyone was sleeping. So for if the you night. didn't, if you, so you ended up giving him a ride. We got him there, but that whole twenty minute drive, he's like, "Yo, like, uh, don't kill me." Like he was like, dead "Seriously?" Sick. He'd be cracking jokes, and then he was like questioning, like, "Are you telling the truth?" Because he wasn't, sh- he was high as shit. Oh, We're God. like, "Dude, will we kill you?" If I literally said to him, "Like, will we, will we bring our dogs to kill you?" And I'm like, "You're," bi-. I even said to him, "Like, you're bigger than us. We're worried about you, dude." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Namaste." He said, "Namaste" so many times. <laughs> Oh my god. Tara does such a good impression. She's done <laughs> she's like, Namaste, don't kill me. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? 
We this got him there. This is so main. Dude, we got him there, and Dango was he was still tripping balls, but he was so cool. He was a nice dude. But I think he had a lot of issues because I found out through the night that he had been stabbed uh, one, like four times in one in one sitting. Like someone <laughs> stabbed him. Like So imagine being tripping balls in the middle of Maine and these people are picking you up. And you've already you been stabbed before. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. It's probably why you're saying namaste because it probably saved his life. <laughs> no, what does that even mean? I, I think it means like peace, serenity, oh, okay. namaste. Like, yeah. That's a good question. We should look that up. I know they say it at the end of the yoga and stuff, but yeah, I don't know what it means, but I, it was like a good thing. He yeah, was so that... out there that he kept saying it to be like, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, please, like, please yeah. don't stab me. Like, I know times. I'm really high. Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Holy shit, man. Yeah, it was And his name's Dango. Dango. This is more, just more evidence of the simulation. Dude, he came to my sister's house because he's, he, his ride. Is that his real name? I don't think so. His ride to Maine was Joey and and Danny, and they went to my sister's house. We brought him there. He kept going in and out of the house. I would come out, and he'd be on the porch, like, just doing weird hand movements. And, like, and then he would come in and stand in the kitchen and, like, not even talk to anyone, just pace around. He was just so deep in his high. Fuck. That sounds scary. It was a little bit, but, like... I, I could like tell he was a good dude. He just I could feel it. I was like he he's just yeah he's just kind of terrified of us. I think. Man, oh man. Yeah, it was a wild situation. But greetings to you. <laughs> greetings to you. Is that what it is? Hold That's on. That's what that means. No, hold on. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Why do we namaste? Wikipedia. That's that's got to be it. Sometimes called hold on Hindu. Non-contact manner, respectfully greeting and honoring a person or group. Use that any time of day. It is found on the Indian subcontinent um, among the Nepalese Indians. Namaste is usually spoken with a slight bow. Yep. And uh, hands pressed together, palms touching, fingers pointed towards uh, upwards. Yeah, yeah. He was doing that. Isn't Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> wow. So we didn't kill him. So we didn't. We Sucks. didn't kill him. That works, huh? Yeah, and he got back to his ride because he came from five hours away, too. He, he lives around here? Yeah. Oh, My shit. cousins drove up there five hours because they live in Abington. So, like, it's like an hour from So there. Dango is somewhere nearby. Dango was in Maine tripping balls. But, I mean, refusing now. Refusing rides that's going to get him to his ride to get home five hours. Yeah, now he's like. I around. wonder what would have happened to him if you didn't pick him up. My cousin Joey, I feel like they've tripped balls before together because he kept being like, we'll find him. We'll come back later. It's going to be fine. And Dango just kept disappearing, dude, for yeah. hours. <laughs> Fuck, man. It all worked out, which is the fucked up part. It's so weird how often that shit does where you're like, you hear all the details of the story and you're like, there's no way this all works out. Yeah. No. And then somehow it does. Like, you think back to the shit like that that used to happen all the time when you were kids yeah 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 you're like how did none of us die yeah <laughs> you know yeah definitely but sometimes you get stabbed four times too so. yeah that i guess that happened a, a little while ago like must have been like a year or so ago but like that put context on the way he was acting because he was super high and he's probably been a victim of some violence you wearing headphones like these like big ones i think he did yeah it felt like he did wow i know everything was kind of a blur but he seemed super nice. He even declined the ride politely. Yeah. <laughs> his, <laughs> his life-saving ride. <laughs> Good for you, man. 
Good for good on you, saving him. Uh, I I felt like once I met him, I was like, he's a nice dude. This is just weird. Yeah. I don't want him to get lost. You just don't there. know, man. You don't want some stranger who's six foot four or whatever yeah. freaking out in the back of your car, run you yeah, off the road yeah. or something. Fucking scary. The fact that my cousins vouched for him and said they brought him up, I was like trusting that, you know? Yeah. So I was like, all right. I'm pretty sure Joe, it's his roommate. <laughs> my cousin Joey's a character. Have you ever met my cousins? The uh, Gamashes? I have three of them. Jimmy, Joey, Danny. I don't think so. I think they all played football in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. The Gamashes, yeah. Gamash? Gamash. That's what my last name used to be. When I was born, I was born as a Gamash. Anthony Gamash? Yeah, I was supposed to be Josh. Josh Gamash. Josh Gamash? Are you <laughs> shitting me? I swear to God, I was going to be a Joshua Gamash. <laughs> wow. Hey. Josh Gamash. Josh Gamash would be Bagash. sick. But then I think my mom wanted Anthony, and my dad switched my name to his last name. So Anthony Shetler. Yeah, you made out. Shetler. You made out on that one. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, what it's been heavy wedding seasons, bro. Yeah, so I uh I also went to a wedding. I've heard a little. I didn't really I didn't hear much, but I heard the major detail. Yeah. So Friday night <clears throat> last Friday. Um what is that zoo in Providence? Franklin? No, that's Boston maybe. Is it Franklin? I think it's a zoo. I go to it every year for the Halloween thing. Yeah, that one. Um it's a good question. Fuck, what is it called? I'm going to look it up. It's in Providence, I believe. I go there all the time, and the fact that I don't know it is annoying. I've never been there before this. It's I like it for the Halloween thing. Yeah, they do the jack-o'-lantern Yes, yeah, spectacular. Roger Williams. Roger Williams, yeah. So the wedding was there. Um, Aubrey's and my, I guess, friend, uh, Jesse and Sarah, were getting married, and I mean... They had the ceremony outside. It was really quick. Um, yeah, it was like 20 minutes. It was kind of chilly, but it was nice. It was in this, in front of this big, like, um, giant gazebo thing. And the, uh, he's Jewish, so they did the whole step on the glass thing, oh, which was sick. cool. And they wrote their own vows, which were really nice. And quick and easy, got out of there, went into uh, this really old but, like, nice uh, building right up the stairs for the reception. Drinking eating dinner dancing uh they put out the dessert and our friend who it was me aubrey and her friend alex who all went to the wedding and alex went up to like get a cupcake or something and just i see her running back to the table and i'm like oh they i don't know she's like about to be like they're almost out of cupcakes you gotta go get one or i don't know so she grabs her (laughs) she grabs her phone she's like that would be something to panic over (laughs) yeah i was like yeah that sounds that seems about right (laughs) So she grabs her phone and she's like, Sarah's having a seizure. Oh, gnarly. And I'm like, what the, like, what? You know, you hear something you're like, that you don't usually hear those words. So you're like, is that real? Did it, is that what that means? Yeah. There's moments like that where you're like, wait, did they say what you, you know, what you think they said? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, there's no way. But then you look over and everyone's just like huddled around the bride, Sarah, who's on the ground having a fucking seizure no really seizures are scary too like uh, yeah i mean i i was far enough away i didn't see anything really other than the fact that she was on the ground um there was like a strobe light at the dj booth and there was a bunch of photos with flashes i guess that's when it happened someone shot her photo and the flash and she fucking fell down and eyes rolled back and 
started seizing and yeah, they called the, called the ambulance that the ambulance took probably 15 minutes to get there. And in the meantime, everyone's just kind of, her mom's, I guess, a, a nurse, which is convenient and was yeah, that there helped. to help her through it. And she was okay and came to, but you know, down the whole time on the ground. Yeah. Uh, stopped, wasn't seizing the whole time, but you know, not able to stand up at least. And yeah, I mean, they had just finished, they did their, you know, their entrance, the first dance, everyone ate dinner and it was dance floor time. Like dance floor just started The fun. and then it happened. And it was so weird. Uh, you know, at that point the the night's over. Yeah, the yeah. bride, the bride is <laughs> down, mood, being taken away in the ambulance. <laughs> she's okay now. Uh, she, it's not something that's happened before, I guess. But they went to the hospital, and she was there for a full day for observation, and I believe has been sent home. I could since. see myself doing that, dude. At your wedding, I had so much of a good time that I like got sick at the end. Yeah, that's right. I like smoked cigars. I drank. I ate food. It's all a heavy. Me. It's a heavy day, dude. Just the, if you're the bride too, right? Yeah, I can't imagine. The, it's pretty easy on the groom. Yeah, and it's stressful on on the groom. So I, I can't imagine the stress on the bride. But yeah. yeah, you forget to eat. You drink a little bit. There's flashing light. I don't know if she's predisp. I don't know, but yeah. she's okay, from what I know. But flashing was, lights fuck with <clears> me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's I could. Seizures make sense to me with the yeah. whole like strobe thing and your brain's just like, can't handle it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that what I just did? Yeah. Oh, shit. Not as bad as I did it. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but so the weirdest thing, I don't even, I guess it's weird. The ambulance comes and, and uh, she gets put on the stretcher and taken out and everyone's just kind of the dj you know turn the music way down everyone's just kind of at their tables like what the fuck do we do now do we leave yeah but nobody wants to just like get up and leave <laughs> so everyone's just kind of lurking around and someone's got to come out and go party's over yeah <laughs> i uh so there's music in the background i walk over to the window and i just see the ambulance is you know just pulling out of the driveway into the dark providence night and it's like the music is like, what a wonderful world. <laughs> and the ambulance is just, and Aubrey walks up at the same time and we hear the song and this scene and we both just like, it was, it didn't make any sense, but it was something, you know, it wasn't yeah. like a sad song. It wasn't a, it was just like, what the fuck is this? It was like <laughs> the weirdest song that could have been playing in that moment. And it's just like, it's like one big contradiction, but yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. It was so <laughs> fucking strange, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so strange. And that just that little five, 10 second moment, like encompassed the, yeah, the whole situation. But we stayed actually. And you know, cause eventually everyone's bummed, you know, we're like, we don't know. We're pretty sure she's okay. We're in contact with the groom and he's telling us she is, and she's aware and she's awake and everything but shame to let this cake go to waste yeah right <laughs> yeah so we had some more cupcakes <laughs> we kept drinking and aubrey, yeah. and aubrey and i kept we danced for another you know hour hour and a half fuck yeah you did us and maybe four or five other people and it's in the spirit of for her yeah the fucking yeah i mean that's the thing it's like it is hard to get back in the mood you know yeah. to like party but ultimately it's like it's corny and cliche but that that is what anyone would would want you to do be like nothing you can do for me party on yeah. i guess i paid for all this shit yeah yeah <laughs> get in there so that's what we did we Let's stayed and 
and partied and uh, ate cupcakes and. I wonder if she wants to get married again, cause like it'd be weird to like go out like that's your wedding. Cause they are gonna, they are gonna uh, do another, have little another thing. little mini. They live out in San Francisco, so they're doing something out there. Oh, nice. Uh, a couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, I feel like that's what I would do. Yeah, but like, to poor, poor thing. I'm gonna keep strobe light. I'm just gonna precautions for when I get married. I'm gonna take those strobe light lights are out. Yeah, strobe you lights. Don't, you don't out. need it. We'll make sure there's fucking H two O everywhere. Yep. Just fucking Gatorade bottles on the ground. Just remember to eat, drink water. Yeah. And don't have strobe lights. Yeah. And cigars. I gotta like, gotta be careful with the cigars because I still don't have it down. Yeah, a cigar will fuck you up. I you, still it'll inhale creep it. Up on you. Yeah, like each cigar we had during the bachelor party where I was like kind of learning. Yeah. I uh, definitely inhaled too many times on accident. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, it's it's really easy. Yeah. Especially if you're used to like smoking weed or something and inhaling all the time. Yeah. And you're just trying to rip that thing and it's like trying to get it going and fucking Yeah. And then you're like take a little in. Yeah, I know. Things yeah. are <laughs> Bachelor Party was sick. You saw the little skate that I did? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was so fun, man. So fun. How about that moment my favorite moment of the whole thing, I think, was watching the fight. Yeah. And that just main event, fifth round, dude's losing, head kick, knockout, the whole place just, oh, shit. That was so <laughs> sick, dude, seeing that with that many people. Yeah. I always just watch those fights at home yeah, when I do. Yeah, that was a moment for sure. And you're alone like, oh, and you, there's no one there. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, seeing everybody stand up at the same time and like the weight of that moment. Saw some lady. I can't remember if we took. No, we didn't talk about this. Uh, we can talk about. Did we it talk about this on the podcast? Doesn't matter. Yeah. So some lady out in the down in the front row just stands up, turns around, scowl on her face, walks out amidst all these people like celebrating. Celebrating. She's like, mad, dude. She must. Her husband must have fucking bet the house on it. Oh hell you yeah! Know? <laughs> and, and the underdog. Oh bummer. <laughs> you, you know they lost their bet. Yeah. So, oh fuck. That would make sense. Yeah. She's like this fucking idiot. Yeah, man, she was pissed. Yeah. But that was, yeah, the whole thing was awesome, dude. And it was a surprise. I had no idea it was happening. Yeah. Dude, the part I, the part that gave me chills was when, uh, I can't remember who he was, but he's a fucking warrior. Uh, he was like the veteran, the older dude. He wasn't that old, but like he was a veteran and he was fighting the younger dude. And oh, Luke nose, Rockhold. Yeah, his nose got exploded. Yeah. And then when he was... He, He's he, rubbing blood all over the dude. Yeah, like he couldn't like, he just hit a wall and he couldn't get past the wall. So he just like... Yeah, he didn't know what else to do, so he just rubbed his broken face all over that dude. That was his retirement fight. I know. He just last... went out with a bang. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. insane. People people were kind of – there's two sides to how people felt about that, I think. But He gave it his all. That's all I was Yeah, like. what can you do? You're down. It's your last fight. Yeah. Let's make a fucking scene you out of it, I guess. Put on a show. Yeah. Like, you're helping that. He's an animal. The guy's a fucking animal. Show. That guy he that won in that fight is going to be memorable. Yeah. Like, yeah. even more so, you know? Yeah. Or infamous because of it. You know? I totally understood the impulse to do that in that moment. Yeah, you it's know? like animal nature. He's yeah, just exactly. like, fucking, what and else can are, I do but fucking try to hit just, him with my yeah, face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a scene, dude. <laughs> Yeah. You could tell after the fight too he was like heartbroken. Yeah, for sure. Trying to talk. That I, guy's a G though. Yeah, like he you could tell like dude like that's like his skating. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Where you like have to come to terms where it's just like yeah, yeah, but your best days are behind you. Yeah, not even that, but just like you're not gonna be able to do certain things that you your ego used to be able to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you your de- your best days might not be behind well, you. Well not but, your best days of your life, but maybe like But that animal like instinct that like 
destruction that like risk taking side of you right. has to like be humbled right then yeah. it's just like a point of no return where you diminish your returns you yeah know? well i have to live the rest of my life too you gotta learn manual tricks yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking manual yeah. tricks no comply game is gonna it's gonna tighten go up the roof yeah. yeah it's gonna look crispy out there yeah <laughs> yeah that dude he's gonna have to coach or something maybe yeah i think a lot of them probably do yeah maybe they open a gym or whatever if you want uh extra support there's a pillow over there I'm good. For behind your back. I was just, I was just, I've slowly just yeah. sunk. You get comfortable in these things and they kind of yeah. like swallow you. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I only say that because I went through that back issue like two weeks ago or something. I had like, for like a week straight, I was out, dude. Yeah. I took like three days off of work. My back, I couldn't like bend over. I, I was because I was like lifting boxes, pressing boards, driving. That's what, dude, I guarantee that's what did it is. Yeah. You well, do enough physical stuff yeah. without stretching for long enough and then go on a long drive. Yep. Fucking done. That's what it was. Is it like I was doing so much that I didn't like get a day in to stretch and actually work it all out. And then I drove. Exactly. Yeah, you and sit then, there for three hours like this. And then yep. you get out of the car, lift something heavy. Yep. That's all it takes. The speaker or something. It wasn't. I don't even think it was that because I got all the PA set up. Felt fine. Everything felt I fine. Don't think you, I don't think it's like sometimes it's the moment where you pick something up and you're like, oh yeah but sometimes it's like you do shit and then later it's yeah. just like that's what it was i didn't on. have a moment where i was like yeah. oh my back i just had a moment wh- when i tried to stand up and yeah I was like, oh what is this those ones are annoying because you're like i didn't do anything yeah like but you I'd did like you did know. but not in the moment yeah you let it's almost better if you know where you hurt it because yeah. otherwise you think it a lot exactly what the fuck when and you're like that? maybe since it just came out of nowhere maybe it'll just go away yeah or maybe i can do oh. something where you're like get a crack and it just goes away it never works Nah, it doesn't yeah you just fucked for a few days got me back in the float tank though oh you went haven't done a float tank in a long time and uh yeah i did like an hour and a half it was just as good as i remember wow and it helped my butt my back because it's a salt bath yeah you float in salt 600 pound salt pressure off too yeah i stretched everything on my back because we're always on our phone and shit oh yeah you're laying flat and you're, you just slowly open up. It opens your whole body up, it's you know? Best. Yeah, so like floating for an hour. And I'm like in and out of sleep. And I'm just like opened up so much. Yeah. Fucking insane, dude. Where'd you go? Uh, It was like near Boston somewhere. Can't yeah. remember the name. Like a float something. Yeah. There's more of those places now, I guess. Yeah. Where we went once, it was... I don't even know where the hell it was. Oh, yeah, that's right. You Far away it. in like someone's house. Uh, yeah. Their basement. Dude, that was like early days. Yeah. Yeah. Long, long time ago. Dude. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Yeah, now they're like, there's more and they're more like retail. Like you can just walk in, you know? Yeah. It's not like uh, you're just in someone's basement. <laughs> Dude, I had this thing for a little while. You're in Dango's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. You open the lid to the thing and he's just in there. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> uh, I, I had a table that you, well, yeah, I guess you call it a table. You Like it's mounted like this and you get on you like strap your ankles in i think that's all you do and you just lean back yeah and you hang eventually go pretty much upside down and you it just decompresses your spine i've seen those things yeah they, that would be a dream i had it i eventually i wasn't really using it kind of fucked me up like i think you have the same thing where remember we went on that like uh harry potter ride at universal and it just like fucked you up like kind of the same thing with me if i go upside down for too long yeah so I kind of stopped using it, but I do think it helped because it just 
it lets everything just loosen up because yeah. you're constantly just gravity yeah. just compressing everything. Totally. Yeah. And going upside down would be great. Yeah. With your arms straight You just up. have to really get used to because the blood like just, you yeah. can go, you don't have to go fully upside down. You can kind of slowly, you can go here, get used to that. And then you can go here. There's like different settings that yeah. you can set it to. And eventually you can get full vertical upside down. Do the loop. Yeah, just go up, get like that <laughs> momentum thing. Uh, but yeah, it helps. Yeah, More that like would be sick to get at. Foam roller in the middle of your back, like along your spine. And you just lay. On the table too? No, no, just oh. on the ground. Like, yeah, that's heaven too. opens you up. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, but I'm glad that's over with because like I was a little nervous because I'm like, I don't know. I've never really just had something spring up where I couldn't like. But uh, it was just three days, and then uh, now I can pretty much do everything. And I've been working out a bunch, just doing, because like I realized I had been, I like work out, but I'm not like, you know, you just constantly no, do a lot. It. You're yeah. lifting stuff. You're doing. You're always doing stuff, so you're worked out. But like, you're not working out evenly though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've been like trying to be good about that and wake up early, which has been nice. I've been trying to wake up at like six in the morning yeah, and that's get what I wake up, up walk now. my dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I go to work at seven now, so. Oh, word. Yeah, I'm up at six. And do you drink coffee? Sure do. Black? Yep. Nice. I've only been having one cup a day, which is nice. Cup of Joe? Cup of Joe. I love one cup, cup of Joe. Cup of Dango? Day. A cup of Dango. <laughs> Give me that Dango. <laughs> it was funny because I was like, Danny was so, my cousin Danny was so high, and he brought Dango, and I was like, Danny, you lost your Dango, Danny. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> Maybe the Dango ate your baby. <laughs> After a while, like literally for like 45 minutes, we watched Dango go up and down the street and disappear, come back. Poor Dango. Yeah. He was a legend, though. Legendary. I wonder what he's doing now. Probably the exact same thing. I don't know. I, I can't tell if that's just his normal state or if he was just having a main weekend, you know? Because a lot of people are just had, like my cousin Danny, he's got three kids and a wife. Like he's got responsibilities. Oh, wow. So, like, he but he really came, cuts loose up there then. Huh? He did. He took a lot of mushrooms and he was like fucking out there. Yeah. And, uh, but it was like the time to do it because he didn't have his kids. He didn't, his wife wasn't there. Yeah. It was just him and his cousins, you know? So yeah. it was like let off some steam, you know? Yeah, that's when so, you should do it. I don't know if that's what Dango, I didn't really get to meet Dango too much. <laughs> I want to know more about skin. him. You should have him on. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste, don't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> I want to, he must have a job. Like He's a legend. I'll have my cousins on at some point and we'll talk about Dango. That's where, I'm going to do a podcast with my cousin Joey and he'll fill us in on Dango on the podcast. Yeah, you should. Even that's, if it's just like a mini one. Ahead. Yeah. A, dude. <laughs> no, my cousin, my cousin Joey could talk Oh, yeah. He's insane. Yeah. The Gamashas have a uh, verbal, they've got skills, linguistic skills. All right. And they they talk. They got some charisma and charm to them. I'm excited to listen to yeah, it. Yeah, he's a good one. He'll tell us stories for days. <laughs> for days. Someone told me the other day, like, you go to a lot of weddings. I was like, I, I do? I guess I do. It's wedding <laughs> season. I got one, uh, my cousin's. There's a lot of people getting married, I think. Next month, I think. I love weddings. A few weeks. They're me so too, fun. Yeah. yeah, you're in? I mean, oh, yeah. you dance, you're like fully in. No, I love it. I like getting dressed up too, man. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I want to do it more. It's just yeah. hard because like if you're just like skating or doing stuff, you're just going to ruin your clothes. But like. Yeah, no, it feels good to like. Celebrate, do yeah, it. Put something on, you're like, all right. Yeah. yeah. You don't feel like a fucking 12 year old. Yeah, it feels like, like a real solid date with your lady too. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fun times. I just like new pants. You get new pants. That's the best feeling <laughs> too. 
You know what I'm saying? I can say that for everything. <laughs> new socks is sick, but like yeah. new pants, you get new pants. Actually, these are new pants. Those look new. Yeah, they still Those look, look like nice pants. Yeah. yeah, I think they're Vans. I got them at Civil because I had to drop off some All I Need decks there. Sweet. And uh, I swung by, swung by the Greenwich, Rhode Island shop, and just hung out there for a little while. And I ended up seeing these. I was like, hell yeah! Swoop, oh. swoop, swoop. Yeah, you got a suit or anything? I have a couple suits. Yeah. Just gathering them for weddings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a black one and a gray one. Yeah. Definitely um, like dressing up. Yeah, it's nice when you have one that like actually it's like a real suit and matches and everything. Yeah, you just feel like a man. You feel like a grown up. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing about being married too. Is but even feels... a lot of grown ups don't do that. I think That's it's true. something you yeah, feel you like don't... you're together. You're like actually doing you're like taking time to look good. Yeah. Dude, I feel like it's hard to do. It's like marked <laughs> it's like it's progress. Yeah. For people like us who are just I tell like we're cockroaches, dude. We can be. Like, yeah, like, we don't need new pants. Yeah. We do, but we don't. Skateboarders are, like... We don't need anything. Yeah, minimalist. Yeah. A lot of them are just, yeah. like, bare necessities. I need a shirt and some yeah. shoes. Functionality. And yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so when you're, like, oh, I, like, I have a suit in my closet when I need it, you yeah. know, with, like, shoes that go with it. And Do you think <laughs> this is what, like, what age is it? Or maybe we're just early. What age is it where you wake up and you're, like, 60 and you just dress up every day? Like, you just have a suit for every day of the week. There's got to be an age where that just happens. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe it used to. I don't think... Not so much. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd be down. I wonder yeah. if there's any 60 to 70-year-old people out there with Yeezys on. Like, is that a thing? Does anyone got a photo out there of some old... Dude, for sure. There's got to be, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or Crocs. There's definitely one of Crocs. Yeah. Dude, there's something with, like, older men. My dad and my uncles and Aubrey's dad, they wear these fucking shoes that, like... They're not really shoes. They're like, it looks like you took a shoe and like threw it through a paper shredder. Mm. And it's, there's just like straps everywhere and it's open, but it's yeah. not a sandal and it's not a shoe either. I just got my first pair of sandals. And it's not a croc. What is it? There's a word for it. I know it though. I don't know what the fuck it is. Birkenstocks? No, 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 no. it's not that. I it's, don't know what a Birkenstock is. It's the ugliest <laughs> fucking thing you've ever seen. I don't know what it is, why it is, but they all love it. Is it like a vacation shoe? No, it's their everyday fucking thing, dude. Mm. My dad was at, he was like, can I wear these to the rehearsal dinner? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I guess. Uh, dude, my aunt Tina went to my sister's wedding with no shoes on. Really? It was a backyard wedding in Maine. She Whoa. walked down across the street from where she lives. She lives on the other side of the street. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And she walked across with just jeans on. No. Nice. Did she have jeans on? Yeah, jeans and like just a dress shirt and no shoes. Hey. Yeah, you yeah. live across the street from the wedding. Yeah. You're just doing stuff and you're like, look out the window like, oh shit. Walk <laughs> <laughs> out. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. And then there's that too. There's the whole other side of it. The casual wedding, which is equally That's what as this sick. Was. Yeah. This was so casual. But it's it was... still so fun. Sometimes more because you get Dango walking around. Exactly. Fucking It was super and... fun. Yeah. It was like fun in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Like your, what, you, uh, your wedding, I would consider it. I don't know. Like that much about weddings even though i've been to quite a few your wedding felt like it was like organized and had an agenda somewhat it wasn't yeah, like overly sure. con like controlled and like whatever but you guys put in a lot of fun things and effort and organi organization and like yeah. the dance and like 
it was like I I enjoyed it. It was very structured, yeah. Structured, thank yeah. you. And I enjoyed it because I like those types of wedding because you just feel like you're on a ride. You're like, oh, yeah. I don't have to think. This got all set up, and then did it, did it, and you end up doing a bunch of things because there's structure. Yeah. My sister's wedding was just like felt like a backyard wedding, which it was. It was at my nana's house, and like they like did like the bare minimum. Like the family just cooked the food. Like my family just cooked all the food. Uh, they all just came together and like made it happen and put it together. Yeah. Like I hooked up the mic, the the hooked up the speaker system. I picked the song for the wedding. For you did, dude. I went to my sister Patty. I was like, "What song do you want to walk down the aisle to?" And she's like, "Uh, I don't know. Ask Sean." So I go out there to Sean. I go, Sean, what what, what song do you want, Patty? She's like, he's like, ask Patty. And I was like, "All right, I was just gonna pick a song then." They didn't neither of them had a, a thing. And then even afterwards, I was like, what song should I play just for the vibes? And they're like, I don't know, like a rock, mi- rock mix. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I know. They didn't have any emphasis. What song did you pick? I picked, let me look it up so I don't butcher it. But I was seriously on the fly, Goonin. Like, so you were DJing, basically. Yeah, on the fly. Damn. And dude. I did a good job. I felt <laughs> like it was a skate event when I was setting up. Yeah, you have experience. Yeah, I was like on, on, on point with that one. Oh, here we go. I already had the album up, too. Uh, it's Nathaniel Ratliff. Um, Ratcliffe. Is it Ratliff? I don't know. It's R A T E L I F F. Oh. Dan Nathaniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats. Uh, what was the song though? Let me look it up. Uh, Face down in the moment. It's a good song. Huh. Actually, I wonder. I'll play a little bit. These were the vibes when she was walking out. I love. I picked it on the fly too. I picked. Did you know this before? Yeah, I listened to this whole album, oh, and I right. was like, and then when they were like, couldn't come up with a song, I was like, I gotta pick something that feels feels this like vibe, you know? Yeah. And like, it already sounds like it's got the vibe. Yeah, and it was it like worked out good. She was stoked on it. They were stoked on it, and I walked her across the deck down the stairs, which was a little sketchy because they had like this like runner, so I was walking down the stairs a little yeah. steep, but and then cross, and uh. Did their ceremony right there in my nana's backyard. It's super basic. Like, literally, uh, my cousin Joey is a got is a minister or whatever. He got like, yeah, he's doing that for. So he he did it. He read their vows or whatever. Like, what is that called? Uh, officiant. Officiant. Yeah. They officiated it. Yeah, and he just like had him say a couple things back to each other, and they both just like said you're my husband you're my wife they like skipped all the stuff yeah and just like got to the point namaste yeah namaste it got married (laughs) and then um yeah and then it just slowly turned into like everyone hanging out in the backyard and like getting a little loose you know and then it turned into the dinner in the barn yeah which is so epic and all my family just decorated the barn with like it was just like wildflowers and it's awesome dude it was like christmas lights strung around it was like real minimum everyone just like made it happen yeah it was sick i've never seen my family pull something off like that together yeah to be honest a lot of times they're fighting (laughs) so so to see them actually all come together and like yeah it's great you really do feel like close closer to people i don't know there's just something there's like a vibe in the air yeah yeah at those things where yeah you just you just get closer to your like i gave my dad a hug yeah at the rehearsal dinner first time it's ever happened and That's he a, he really? felt yeah wow. he, it was weird yeah you gotta do but this. uh i was like fuck it dude i feel like this is a hug moment it yeah. was he gave me like a, a really nice gift and uh 
but yeah it's like i never would have done that otherwise there's just something so about true. like every th- it's kind i'm of in a- love we're celebrating the fact that i'm in love love you too yeah here's a hug now it's, you know it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> take that namaste yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's giving out hugs yeah i felt closer to my brother and sister too like my whole family was sick i think that's the point of like doing traditions is because it causes those moments because you stick to it because it's hard you life drifts everyone apart you know and you just you don't get as you don't stay as connected if you don't talk that often people change and go in different directions it's like if you have traditions you guys all come back together and hopefully like either pick up where you left off or even grow stronger it's true yeah it's like hard to do those. that's why i think tradition is important it's hard too because like i grew up with like I guess uh, we always had Thanksgiving. That was a big one in my family, hence the food. Yeah. My yeah. mom could always cook. She would do what Leah, Leah learned from my mom. Yeah. So every holiday is just like cook all. It's all like welfare food, but it's like delicious. Yeah. You, know? yeah. you take the food stamps, go get fucking stuffing, turkeys. Like yeah. it's all just Thanksgiving food, but like, but it was like you could get it, you know? So they would always buy extra food and give out food and food. Yeah, it's the probably the stamps. happiest day of the year. Yeah, you feel rich when you have food stamps and you can buy a bunch of stuff and then yeah. you just have all this food and you cook it and give it away. Yeah. It's the sickest thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so my sister has that. Oh, both my sisters. My sister Heidi can cook too. And it's like a wild thing to witness. Yeah. It's just like they'll have 10 things going at I know, once. dude. I don't. That's what keeps it's me from, from cooking is I... It's just so <laughs> overwhelming. Like, how do you... How do you, how do you fucking... I guess you just do it like anything. You just do it, and after a while, you get better, and you oh, yeah. I do this now. And but yeah, I'm you so really envious. Cook? I can I can cook. I'm bare minimum. What's now. something you cook? What do you like? If you were gonna cook yourself some uh, mac and cheese. No, it's like stir fry chicken, stir fry veggies, and you know that's like the easiest thing ever to cook. But um, I've had people show me how to cook like like. A do you get like fresh? Do you get like fresh vegetables, or do you just get like frozen vegetables? Uh, sometimes both, yeah, yeah. but often frozen, just toss it in a, we have this like wok, I think it's, is it called a wok? Yeah, a big wok, big pan, yeah. stir fry pan. Yeah, and just. A little bit of butter, oil, where are you going? What are we doing in there? Yeah, like uh, vegetable oil or uh, avocado oil or something Ooh, like that. Nice, yeah. nice but I'm not, I'm not good and I would like to be because it seems, it seems fun. Yeah. Like ha- doing that, having like four pots on the stove and chopping something up over here yeah that seems intense man it does but it i don't know i worked in a bakery once and that's a way like toned down version of it because it's just bread but like the pace and it's like i don't know it's exciting it's a little bit like exhilarating i love baking yeah when i was young i wanted to cook before anything like in school i did uh is it home ec yeah i did that too i loved cooking yeah that was my thing i was like this is so fun i like mixing stuff and like measuring stuff yeah I still like cooking and I like baking. Yeah, and baking. I mean, it's so fun to make cakes and stuff. I don't do it that often anymore, but. Dude, you can make cake? Yeah, hell yeah. For like from scratch or a box? I mean, I could make it from scratch. No shit. I would have to look up a recipe or something. Yeah, but like, yeah. It's just like flour and eggs and like. That's the other thing I forget too. I'm like, there's recipes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And even if you fuck up, like, then you just learn how to do it better. You're like, oh, too much salt, whatever. The the easiest way to get in for me was just buy some vegetables I don't know what to do with. 
just if you cook it with like some butter or salt then you just add seasonings if you want but like always just like learn how to saute a vegetable so you can get a bunch and then mix the flavors together and see what works and then you can add proteins and then uh then you can get crazy if you want to keep going and add in all these sauces and make certain dishes getting hungry now yeah (laughs) but i can like cook anything you can hand me a bunch of things i'll figure out how to make it edible you know yeah and most of it would be good some might not (laughs) Like, Tara got this thing, CSA thing, where they just deliver a whole bunch of different vegetables and spices and, like, all this stuff. Hmm. And I was just like, all right, I'll figure out how to cook this shit. Like, I don't know what it is, but then just, like, figure out combinations and, like, different ways to cook it. It's amazing how many different ways you can cook, like, three of the same ingredients. You can cook them in so many different ways. Yeah. It's, like, insane. Yeah, we took a uh, this cooking class my mom got us for christmas and you basically go to this person's house they're a professional chef and you pick a meal beforehand and they show you how to cook it wow so we picked like steak and uh i don't even know a few different sides but the way they cooked the steak which is kind of a bummer to me i thought we were gonna he's gonna show me how to like perfectly grill a steak but uh i can't remember what the method is called but they basically cook it and just like they vacuum seal it and they a, seal both sides and then they like put an oven or something no no they put literally put it in like a like a glorified ziploc bag mm-hmm. and vacuum seal it and oh, they shit. put that in water like really hot oh, water yeah, and it yeah. cooks it with the hot water so it just gets the internal temperature to where it needs to be yeah and then they might throw it on a pan sear both sides i don't even think they did that though they might have done that beforehand maybe they seal did that all before. the juices in and then yeah. boil it so it's just like boiling it's in a bag of hot water right yeah, yeah yeah exactly and you basically you you do it is cooked perfectly but it doesn't have like that char on it or anything they could have probably threw it back on after i think you probably can do that yeah and like get it crispy just quick like yeah. yeah a minute but uh steak is so good even so just like a little bit of salt it's like so good yeah no even nothing yeah that's true nothing on it it's so good i get like i don't know i've i've had um <clears throat> the most hungover I've ever been in my life. And then I went and had got, ate at a vegan restaurant and imme- like immediately felt 100% better. Really? Yeah, yeah. The- so there's something there as, as far as that. I don't know. but <laughs> Vegan uh, vegan can cure hangovers? <laughs> no, it did. <laughs> it fully did. That's sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I just some like i don't have any of that like weird like you know those dudes who are just like their whole identity is being a dude yeah they're just like i'm a fucking man yeah i don't have much of that but i do have it in that like cutting and chewing on a steak is like there's some primal thing there that <laughs> i get out of it where i'm like I feel like I, I I really want to do this and I should be doing this. You right like a now. cowboy hat when you eat steak. <laughs> I don't something. know, man. Do you get that at all? <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, it's something to it. I definitely steak feels like a manly thing to eat. Yeah, it's fun. not even it's man. Weird. Not even manly. Just like primal. Primal, primal I guess. Work, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have anything where I'm like manly about it or like primal. I guess. I d- I grew up with all women mostly. Yeah. My dad, you know, my dad passed when I was like 12, 13. So like, 
the little bit of he was he was he was a man though huh? he was yeah. yeah that motherfucker looked like a man my aunt was telling me how much of a man he was yeah yeah was he's like boxed and stuff. he's yeah. in a motorcycle gang yeah right? motorcycles yeah guns knew how to box that's martial a, arts that's a man, boxing dude. yeah he lifted weights he had like 20 inch pythons yeah he, had, dude. he was a rip dude yeah and uh my aunt was telling me this weekend telling tara she was like yeah Elwood taught me a lot, like, when you're in a place, like, not to have your back towards the door. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Wow. Yeah, that's like a guy safety issue. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You want to see what's coming. Yeah. My aunt was, like, going in about my dad to, to Tara, just being like, he was a man. He was, like, a real man. He was, like, and she was, like, being like, yeah, he wanted his kids because my, the plot thickens. My dad kidnapped us from my mom twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fucking, my aunt was like, "Yeah, I always backed Elwood. Everyone here doesn't li- didn't like me, cause I, I always backed him." But it's like, my, my tell my tell wow, Tara man. all that shit. But she was like, really, t- it's the most I've ever heard her like praise my father. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool for me for sure. And that's your mom's side. Of- that's my mother's brother's. So she's my wife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, aunt she- on your mom's side, but not yeah related so my sister's brother is bubba and bubba's wife was karen and karen and, and bubba had three kids jimmy joey and danny and they know dango namaste <laughs> <laughs> namaste Holy he literally shit. thought we were gonna kill him so he's try, just trying to get down to that primal level of namaste yeah. don't what, kill me what else are you gonna do don't, you don't have a weapon don't kill me he yeah. was back there with our dogs too and i was so nervous about that Oh yeah, he kept he's oh he even said I think I'm not gonna kill your dog. I'm pretty sure he said that. That's the other thing that happened to me when I was <laughs> when I took mushrooms is I looked at a picture of these two people and their faces morphed into like yeah their eyes just went black and their faces morphed into like demon faces. That's not really. That's when I was like oh fuck because the whole time I was questioning like is this a bad trip yeah. like <laughs> am I having a bad trip and then I looked at that and I was like fuck it is yeah yeah i feel like keanu reeves in that one movie where everyone's devils constantine no the one with the al pacino he's a lawyer and then they just slowly start to corrupt him and his beautiful white scarlet scarlet johansson uh he was like from a small town alabama or something then he moved uh, to new york city devil's advocate yes (laughs) yes i had to work through that that movie's sick (laughs) one of the best i love that movie it's an epic movie not a lot of people know it yeah well not a lot of people i've mentioned it to but yeah Dude, yeah. the movie's fucking sick. That's a classic. Al Pacino in that movie is so good. Keanu Reeves kills it. Yeah, Al Pacino, well, yeah, might be, he's the devil. He's the fucking devil, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, that was like much better than Constantine. Bite your fucking tongue, bro. Well, he that same thing. Yeah, why is he in all the fucking devil movies? He had a moment, you know? Bill and Ted, devils. Bill, Bill and Ted, devils. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dancing with my niece was the best part of the whole thing. It was after the whole wedding, and I just danced with her for, like, 45 minutes. She was having a blast. I was, too. It's like, you don't get to do that often, you know? No, you don't. And, like, Raven's at that age where, like, some days she would barely talk to me because she's kind of in her phone or, like, having a mood or something. She's, like, a moody girl, you know? Yeah. She's like, I don't know if she's going to be my friend today. Right. But um, whenever we actually get to hang out for a long time, we always get to do fun stuff like that. <clears throat> Like dancing or wrestling or whatever. She's so athletic, you know. She likes to just do fun stuff. Yeah, I I took her skating. She she skates hard when she skates too. It's awesome. Like she yeah. gets, she's like she, she's gotten much better. But a couple of years ago when I took her skater, she didn't want any direction, you know. So she just takes skateboard oh, yeah, and like go yeah. off, you know. 
and it was she was still like doing good i had to like give her advice but she would only take it in a little bit at a time so i by the time i had her like skating all the place but she is i gotta get her back skating to be honest but she's awesome that was like the best part getting to hang out with her that's rad she actually came on the podcast did she? If you go way back, there's like a six minute episode oh, of Raven. I remember that. I asked her about school and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She was <laughs> mad awesome. little then, yeah. You know what I'm doing this uh later this week that I've wanted to do forever is go to a rock climbing gym. Oh sick. Oh sorry. No, it's okay. Are you going to the one in New Bedford? No, it's in um it's in Lincoln, Rhode Island. Oh, where I guess. Sick. Yeah. I've, I've been there. I think they have a park. Think skate park? I think there's like a metal. Oh, in Lincoln? Yeah, I think there's a metal skate park. Yeah, there may be. But yeah, I've always wanted to do that, man. It's mad fun, dude. You've done it? Yeah. We went in New Bedford. There was a rock client. There still is. An indoor place? Yeah. No shit. It's right by the middle school, high school, where we skate over that, that hump at the high school. Yeah. It's like right around, it's like on that same block. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, I mean, they're. I know they're accessible and they're around. I just, for some reason, everyone I've asked to do it either doesn't care they've done it or whatever but uh yeah i'm psyched dude my sister texted me after the wedding was like i want to jump on a plane with you (laughs) really yeah i'm like all right i guess i'm going again going again i we don't have it planned yet but i told her i'm down because well how could i not be you know i don't think i'm down again hey i mean what if someone asked you (laughs) (laughs) jenna's like i'm i don't want to do it but i'm doing it I I'd do it with if Aubrey wanted to do it I'd do it if if Jenna wanted to do it I guess I'd do it. What about Seamus? You gonna hurt his feelings? You gonna hurt Seamus' yeah, feelings? Guess I'd do it if you wanted to. Do it. <laughs> yeah, I suppose if if someone's way into it and they were like, "Come on, man, do it," I'd be, I'm a yeah, I would go along with it. Yeah, but I wouldn't I wouldn't start the plan, but I would be a part of someone else's. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, but since hi, uh, Lee is down, I'm like, oh, I would give it a go. Yeah, it is pretty unbelievable. Yeah. We uh um sleeping in the Subaru is sick with the dogs. It's so comfy. It's sick because you're just like it's enough space for everyone. Me, Tara, and the two dogs, and you're just like in you just in this little space. It's like a fun feeling. Camping feels like fun. a fort. Yeah, it's like just when like you're a kid. It's like being in a tent when you wake up and you're like, what are we? We're doing this. Okay. Yeah. You got to get out in the middle of the night and piss. God, <laughs> oh, fuck. Tripping. No, it is. It's cool, man. It's so fun. I want to get a uh. Because the truck, the bed of the truck has the wheel wells, but I feel like if I could get like an old a mattress and like cut out where the wheel wells are, so it yeah. just lays in there perfect. Yeah. And then get a cap for it, and that's like the perfect place to just drive and then just sleep in the back. It was sick for like a wedding, like my sister's. Yeah, you're like parked at someone's house. Yeah. Right, and yeah, you just go to the driveway, climb in. My sister's house in Maine, you have to drive down this dirt road. Yeah. And it's, like, so far out there. Her ne- next neighbor is, like, far away. So you're, like, and we camped in the middle of the woods, you know? Yeah. Like, it was so you dark. see, like, stars and stuff? Yeah. Her, ha- her house is, her cabin is run by a generator. So, like. Oh, shit, really? At night, yeah, we had to turn the generator off, and it just went so black. We were in the thick of the you middle. You know plumbing? Is there plumbing up yeah, there? Yeah, there was. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they don't have electricity? No, they have a generator right now. Wow. 
and the whole thing runs. It was so warm in there, though. She had this, like, little fire stove thing rigged up, and Emma was fucking zonked out. Yeah. Because it was so warm, and she's on this, like, furry blanket. That's awesome. It was the cu- the cutest, most comfortable thing I've seen in a while. Yeah, that's out there, man. Yeah, but we turned the generator off, and it just got, it got so dark, and all you could see is the fucking infinity the above best. you. Yeah. yeah. It was unbelievable. I didn't look at it enough, to be honest. Yeah. Dango probably did. <laughs> That's probably why he kept disappearing, because he's probably following the stars. Yeah. I imagine. I haven't been to anywhere like that in a long time, where there's just zero light pollution. You can it's so see refreshing. Like millions of stars. Yeah, it's the best, man. It, it feels like you light, it lightens your load, too, when you're around that much darkness, because we're so stimulated. So it's just like you go the complete opposite way. It just makes everything softer feeling, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I just have the cliche, like, I look at it, and everything I've worried about in the, like, recently, I'm like, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Like, this is, this is not real. (laughs) Like, (laughs) just not, just not to take anything seriously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember I used to sing, uh, to Travis, like, row, row, row your boat or whatever. And if you sing that, song enough times you start thinking about it it's like it's such a perfect uh little like metaphor for life yeah it really is and you sing the words you're like okay row your boat gently down the stream life is but a dream and you merrily, just keep merrily, saying it merrily, and you're like merrily. life is but a dream and you're like yeah i've been well, i've been reading tons of books and listening to tons of audio tape about this type of thinking lately really tons I I'm into like thinking about man manifestation like uh what is it how can I not say it right now manifesting yeah, yeah. Like manifesting things like the power of your mind like uh because you think about it you're like when you hear that it sounds so crazy right like that you can think things into existence but we all know like if you have a negative mood you can cause negative outcomes in reality yeah you attract in your world. Is it the law of attraction essentially yeah law of attraction um there's like uh. The person I was listening to is like, yeah, if you read the Bible and you sub uh, law for Lord, law, it, it you can understand it easier. Huh. The law, law of life, you know, the law of life. Because there, there's like um, law of attractions. You can deny them. You can deny the laws and test it out. But like there is like things that work and things don't that don't work, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> even Even with that stuff, even if it like if it doesn't work, at least you're aiming towards something it's better positive. Po- yeah i'm a firm believer that your words and your feelings make up your reality so if you walk around angry all day you're going to run into angry situations if if you feel angry all the time you're pro- going to project that out into your physical world it's yeah, your inner it's world true. your insides project outward you know so like if you you meet someone and they're just always angry you can kind of feel it or sense it and especially if that demon's in you you know or that spirit's in you the anger spirit you know yeah you get gripped in these things that we you can't they're not real but they're as real as real can be like a spirit like angry anger is a real spirit that you can't really define it yeah you get carried away you do, with yeah it. you get yeah. like possessed by it when yeah, you're yeah that's yeah. one that's one that i always battle with is trying not to be angry at times yeah because it's easy to get angry you know yeah, that one can get away from you. I you think a lot like of the stay time, angry. a lot of times too, it's hard for people to believe this stuff because you like. For me, it's like you might have twenty to thirty years of not thinking about you the way you feel and uh, what you think. Your patterns, you might not pay attention to them because you're just caught up. 
you're reactive oh, to life. Oh, yeah. A lot of people, it's like life happens to you. It's like, no, life happens for you. So it just depends on your perspective, where you're at, you know? Yeah. So a lot of people, when you're young, you think life's happening to you because you're testing out your meat, meat sack and your feelings, your machines, you get carried away in the world, the emotion of the world, you know? The primal mind is like the nature. The primal mind is where most of us live, you know? Yeah. There's many different minds. It's hard to understand that, you know? That's just a, yeah, that's a good one to try to remember. That What's like, that? that just what you put out is what you get, basically. Totally. That's yeah. a law. But all this stuff that seems so, it's like, yeah, of course, that makes so much sense. It's obvious, yeah. but it's so easy to forget or so hard to remember when you're just going about your life and you run into other people who are angry or yeah. whatever, you know? Like, I, have, I was working with this guy today and he was fine, but like, he was just kind of not rude, but uh, like he a bunch of stuff dropped and it was his and he dropped it and it was his fault and I picked it up. It's like, no, didn't say thank you or anything. Yeah. Like just a little thing like that. And you start to go like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. But it's like, <laughs> you got no, infected. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's because he's, that's his shit. Yeah. yeah that yeah. doesn't have to be my shit. Totally true. But it's so hard to remember that. It, it's, re- it's like you have to, you really have to practice it. Yeah, so you might have 20 years of just, like, not practicing, and then you start trying to practice it, and yeah. then you're like, this doesn't fucking work, you know? Yeah. But it's like, no, you have to work through it. Like, it's like a process. Yeah, you really do have to work at it. It's yeah. like another... Managing your mind is like a... F- it's a job. Dude, it's a it's a responsibility and a privilege. <laughs> if you can do it. It's really yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. So you do that till you die, too. Yeah, like you're you never moving in space stop. and time. Yeah, you're p- constantly, hopefully, if you're doing it right, you're pulling yourself out of ignorance. So you're getting new information, yep. new data, c- slowly unveiling yourself. Yeah, it's it's a trip, bro. It's life. It's a trip. Bro. Yeah. I've been trying to like really harness the way I think and the way I feel, not try to just let my feelings run amok because it's so easy to do that. I still do it. It's really hard to do. It takes a lot of pra- practice and patience because – they're like your um, subconscious like feelings just come up and you just get carried away and you're like oh that's a bad habit and you don't realize it till you're already angry and yeah you're like, fuck I have to like figure this out before yeah. this point because it just comes up you or until someone calls you out yeah that's the worst nothing worse than that <laughs> eating like, a bunch of shit <laughs> especially when you're like when you know a lot of ha- times that happens like subconscious stuff it's like it is subconscious but it's there's some things that like live they got like a foot in each. Yeah. subconscious mind and your conscious mind you know about it but you don't want to pay attention to it kinda and then you get called on it and you're like fuck yeah 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 <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough one to, to deal with that's a lot of it dude when you realize you realize the mistake that someone else has already realized for you <laughs> you're like oh god yeah you're like oh, I'm an, no. I was an asshole and then you're like what am I doing now that I don't realize yeah you know if, but that it's good I think cause you if you look back on how you were and you're like, oh man, I said that or I was doing that or, and then you, it's progress. Yeah. You know? I mean, if you're in one, life is about growth and expansion. Hopefully you open up and you, um, utilize your whole personality and you can control it and like, and have it all there at your disposal, you know? So part of that is growing pains because you got to go out into things the unknown that you're not aware of and then they become illuminated and enlightened you're like oh now i have to remember that and that's part of something you the more you know about yourself 
the more you have to like figure out how to deal with it and turn it into a good. That is the thing. Uh, I've been reading books and there's like, or this is the Bible, but it says like in the beginning, God came down and just said everything was good. He just deemed it good. Like in this was there and it was good and it was good. And it's like, you have to do that in life because there, we, from what this, from what I've been reading, it's only one, one power. There's not two, there's not good and evil. It's, it's one thing. It's God and evil is man created, but God, everything is good, you know? So Mm -hmm. if you're aiming at, um, you're aiming at the good that's what you're aiming at you know and then men create sin and shit because they don't want to agree with that because they don't want to be good you know you want to get away with shit and do shit that's counterproductive to your life and thing because it's fun and it's destructive you know yeah. so you like fuck god and you go into it <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah. you're like he doesn't know shit or she or whoever or whatever it is doesn't even have to be labeled god is just to me is the what's, best version what's of you. above you yeah it's what you're aiming towards yeah. what's, what's a better version of what we can imagine your imagination makes your reality like you imagine things and then you feel them into existence but it's really hard to do that because like if you don't have control of all your faculties, other people do or other things. Never mind do. that. Your your life, you don't have control over most of your life. And life just has a tragic element to it. Yeah. In it really general. Does. Like you could be completely like Jesus Christ and then they'll kill you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was that was not it. <laughs> you weren't expecting that. <laughs> no, it's a, yeah, that's what I think came out of nowhere. That's why religion, you know, still has a place in our Trickers. in our world is because life is fucking scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like it's hard to, it's just one of the... It's not even that it is scary, but it's just so larger than life. It's like the truth is like so obvious and so much to handle. Well, yeah, just You're the like, idea oh. that nobody is actually like, if you accept or believe that nobody is like, there isn't a traditional God, yeah. like, you know, not the God you're talking about, but God, yeah. if that's not real and you were raised that it was... Oh, yeah. And then you have to go like, okay, so no one's, it's like, it's like going to school and there's, there's no teacher or something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. No, it's a bad example. No, but, but kind of, because you have like, if someone gives you a, f- a belief structure and system and that's how you grew up and then you get out into the wild and you're like, well, yeah, all this other stuff happens too. And you're like trying to well, figure it's just like, out. Yeah, no one, wait, no one's watching out for me Yeah. and you're not actually important or essential to this it's really easy to go like well what, what's, the, what's the point of this i think this it ma- seems weird yeah i think it depends on because i think uh what you pay attention to or what you're aiming at intent and attention are the most important things so like you got to pick what you're going to aim at in life and sometimes it's hard for people to be like i'm going to aim at what's good because what's good for you isn't always what you want to do you know yeah, yeah. so it's like you got to make that decision in your life and that's like having faith and aiming at something above you and being like, life can get better. I can live my dreams. And there's going to be, you're going to be tested the whole way, you know, like, of course you are. It's going cost something, you know, cost you, you're going to learn from your ignorance. <laughs> yeah. Got to make mistakes and get better and better. It's like a ride. Life is definitely a ride. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like you can subscribe to uh, like, yeah, a set, um, I don't even go to church. Like, a set I don't, of I'm ideas. Not even part of a religion. No, I know, but like religion. some people, you can subscribe to the set of ideas that kind of answers all the questions of life, and then you you can just ride with that. Yeah. You don't have to go outside of those lines. Yeah. And some people are happy living there, but I notice with people like that, um, 
you know, sometimes people I've met who are like that. Me in the past. No, like, I don't want to say who, but like people I know who are close to me. Um, you live, try to live your life and within those lines, but the chaos of life, it's just like constantly like trying to hammer away at that. And those people get fearful yeah, and hateful sometimes. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a better plan to just like not have those lines and just be open and then just try to accept that you have no control. No one actually cares and that you have to care for yourself and that you have to look out for yourself and like, yeah, I don't know. You want to know what's been helping me with that? I have two things I want to add to that. One is if you believe in a God and I'm not talking about God in the sense of religion, I'm talking about your, you believe in a creator your own personal relationship with a creator. And I believe in creation because I, be, I see what women do. They produce life, souls that fly into this earth and then go through the ringer and hopefully live a beautiful life. But they're created. A man and a woman comes together and they create a life, right? So if a human's capable of creation, then something's definitely, creation is possible, and there's definitely something better than humans, I'd like to think. So I'd like to think that there's a, cr- a creator. And I do look at life as like uh, intelligent design because it gets more complex. So this is just matter. It's just material. All this is material, but there's like spirits and souls running through the matter and making things matter. You know what I mean? Giving life purpose is our attention, our conscience, consciousness, conscience. It makes things matter because we pay attention to things and then they have matter, you know? So um, – I believe it. That's that's just me. For whatever reason, people can believe whatever they want. You can have whatever relationship with your creator you want to have. You know, like if you. But I believe in a creator. Like I believe there's like a grand, uh, intelligent design sort of. There's intelligent matter for sure. And um, what's been helping me is that if if God is all things that matter that are good, then God's in you. So if you don't, if you're not good to yourself, you're you're tarnishing the spirit of good of God. You know. So if you can see God in yourself, then you can see it in others. So it's like you don't you want to just be good. I think you're the best you, you might can. be more enlightened than me. <laughs> I'm not, I mean I don't I'm not claiming to have anything figured out, but I'm saying I'm trying to like remember that like to remember that that life is good, yeah. and that a lot of the problems in life are stemmed from us fighting against life and not doing what we should do or like yeah or just resisting resisting things. Everyone's that might on be. yeah different. No one's on the same page. And they always say God works in a mysterious ways. So like maybe you have this thing that comes up that's a huge setback to you and you're pissed about it. But then like a month down the road, that lined you up for some big ass win. That like if you just didn't get pissed about that thing and think that you were owed something or that you're getting shit on and you just ha- dug your ditch and handled it, a month later it lines you up for some big win, you know? I've just always been trying to be optimistic my whole life because of the way I grew up. I was like, no, this all... It was yeah. kind of a rough ride, so I want to make it have meaning and be a good story. Like you yeah. got to be optimistic to do that. It's like if you're beaten down, like how do you get control? Yeah, you were, you were, you had a very like not just me, but a lot of people. No, you know? but you had like a very sink or swim relationship yeah. with optimism. It was like if you weren't, if you weren't able to manage that or get there, yeah. you would have fucking drowned probably. One hundred percent, dude. Because so. I could realize I have all the tendencies of like. Some well, people get to yeah. fuck around and they get to play in pessimism, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm even, I'm one of those people, you know? I got, I always had a safety net, you know? I could go and dip my toe in the, like, 
anarchy, pessimist, chaos pool. And if I, you know, whenever I got sick of it, I could just come back over here. And, you know, I think you do that when you're young, yeah, you know, and you're like, angry, you know, you what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, some people stay there. And the yeah. people who stay there and where they like, I don't know, they don't like if, if people who grew up just, they got dealt a shit hand and they're there and they can't get out of there. You can at least understand. You're like, God damn. Like, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's a tough break. No wonder you're there. They at least got an excuse. But the people who go and fuck or play around in there, you're like, what the f- get out of there. What yeah. the fuck are you doing over there's there? There's a lot of that. There's, there's people who don't have a choice. Yeah. They would kill to not be there. Yeah, get, yeah. You should, and you, uh, like, you don't owe it to them, but at the same time, you kind of do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's people, that's, I guess that's like privilege. There's no. a lot of that. I've seen it in like major cities. Like I went to SF and I felt like ha- some of the people were just there to party. And they didn't like they're just partying with homeless people because it's wild and crazy. Yeah. I'm like, and they're you could tell they weren't didn't really that's need a, to be out yeah, there. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Partying with a homeless person, that's like a perfect example of that. Yeah, yeah where you're just like, yeah. you can tell they don't need to sleep on the street that night, but they're definitely a drug addict. Yeah, they might be going back to their parents' house or something. Yeah, then again, they could be having their own. I mean, dude, you know. when when you're up, you're down. When you're down, you're the up. The problem you know? with these conversations is I always. It's a problem with life is you try to you try to put things into a kind of a not a box, but organize them into a a thought that you can at least make sense of it. Some understanding. But there's just too many. There's too much variable. There's too many different. There's too many people. There's. Yeah. That's why I think it can't really be defined. Yeah. That's why why we even try to talk about it. I love talking about this. shit. I do, too. But I always end up feeling kind of douchey too. Yeah, but we don't really have it. I don't want to give anyone an answer. Yeah, I can only I tell what works for me. You yeah, know? Like, I don't ever want to sound like, oh, this is it, because nah, it's really just the trying second, to figure it out in real time. Yeah, and, and the have, second you feel like you got it figured out, you're done. You don't have it figured out. Yeah, plus that's life. It's still <laughs> you're like you're never gonna catch up to it. No, it's moving way faster than you can. You're growing in figure space it and out. time. Yeah, you're going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like you just can have understandings and like you, you got to row your boat, row, row. <laughs> it's a dream. Yeah, dude. I've been I listen to this stuff all day because I'm like, I do believe in it. I believe I've seen like w- I've like experienced negativity. I've seen what people can do when they aim at negative shit. When you don't when you have negative emotions and you just dig into them, you definitely get negative results. So mm-hmm. I would I want to learn what what positive emotions are. And you to do those, it's like you need to have discipline, faith, all the things that are really hard to have, you know? Yeah. You got to work at them. It's slow. Like, to have angry emotions, they're quick, easy. You can fall into it. Yep. It's like, I know that's real. That can be manifested. Oh, so that's what I was going to tell you. I wrote it down on my phone because you mentioned something that, like, triggered me. Let me see. I wrote it down. I wrote, fear is faith in evil instead of good. So you have, you have, that's what fear is. Wow. It's the faith in evil because you let fear grip you and you have faith that it's real, but there's only one power, one God. God is good. It's all things. Man decides what's evil. Man created sin. Hmm. Human, human. So it's one thing and it's just how you see it. That doesn't mean negative things aren't going to happen to you, but you can take, if a negative thing happens to you and you define it as good, you're going to get past it. 
if you do if you dwell in the fact that it's bad and you're a victim oh, you're yeah. a victim right so it's like having faith that there is good you know yeah and that's not an easy thing to do especially when you're young too it's easier to be like nothing matters fuck it like no purpose i'm just this little fucking speck of dust but like in the grand design of things it's like everything you does matter it matters to the person you live with matters to people you work with every word and every feeling you have matters so much it's yeah. like tremendous responsibility or it can be it doesn't have to be you can do whatever you want yeah you can your relationship you with the creator is your relate that's why I, li- I like that they got the bible on the printing press because then the average layman could interpret like what god is or the words of god instead of having like a gatekeeper you could read like the traditions that people hung on to you know yeah. things that helped and that were good there's like a lot of good stuff in there but yeah you, there is a but if you make it like a fucking manuscript where you have to follow it it just that becomes like um what is it authoritarian or like too structured yeah, like, that's the problem yeah. problem is too open to interpretation i think that's why we like skating and people like surfing is because like life is poetry in motion you gotta like move and feel things out and like truth is in that those that movement you know it's like f- to be engaged with life is a ride you know the ups and downs you can't really have it figured out you got to be like yeah have it loosely figured out and aiming at something and then you're gonna have setbacks and then you're gonna have to like turn those into goods and add them to your story and like it can get intelligent design you know you can just keep going from there you know yeah <laughs> that was pretty good huh that was hefty we're just fucking it always goes there I've been listening to stuff all day long, though. Like, I'm, like, really trying, like, just yeah. every day. Cause, like, you have to. Dude, no, for real. If you have dreams and you want to, like, achieve, achieve those dreams, you have, to, you have to really focus on them. And you have to tell yourself uh, what type of person you want to be. Like, even if you're not it, you got to imagine it first. Yep. Because you have to see it. You have to picture it. And then you can become it, you know? If you don't do that, it's so hard. Every now and then I take the time and I do it more lately. My life is is better now than it's ever been. And that's awesome. I'd like to think it's because I, yeah, I've been trying to grow and be a better person and all that, you know? Yeah. And if you like, it's the first time in my life I've really taken the time to look around at it and truly appreciate it like really appreciate progress i've made luck that i've had because that's part of it too you know the people i've met the people for sure right yeah the relationships the family I have. the friends yeah the weddings help with that you're like oh yeah we got a yeah. lot of good people in our lives they really you know? do don't want things to fall apart like at least keep reconnecting you know yeah yeah that's awesome yeah yeah dude yeah, so I've been doing it daily, just waking up and, like, listening to things that remind me of that. And just then there's times where I'm just like, fuck it, I'm listening to 50 Cent. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got it. You got it. I have days where I'm literally listening to, like, affirmations and, like, all this, like, stuff like that. And, like, really just, like, taking in a lot of positive information. And, well, you got to have fun, too. And wrestling with you it. You got to have some fun. Yeah, and then there's days where I'm like, I'm just listening to 50 Cent That's all like, that's day. your weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's your emotional weekend. I think it's part of like having a full character because it's like you have a good side and a dark side and it's not to deny your dark side. It's to combine it in, in a healthy way, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like a lot of people just try to deny their darkish impulses, you know? Yeah, no, you can't. No. There's a lot of weak-ass dudes out there because they're trying to be too nice and weak. Yeah. And it's like, no, you don't – like a proper man is like not a weak person. He's like a dangerous person that – chooses not to be dangerous chooses not to use it to be an asshole you know yeah yeah that's like 
because you know how we grew up too i feel like a lot of people come down on men like don't want you to be a man you know they want oh, you yeah. to be like yeah someone. until they need a man yeah until yeah until the boat's sinking and they yeah. gotta go first and you're just in the boat like where the fuck are they going men yeah. and women first and you're just yeah. fucking slowly sinking <laughs> yeah like the yeah the, uh, there's some of that i mean it's not all but i don't know what like a man to me i like this conversation right now gunu is... i lost my father at 12 so i like talking about this stuff yeah Cause I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I don't either. I, you know, my dad was a man. He was a Marine. That he mustache was, too. Yeah. The mustache. It's a know. handlebar. It's like, he was yeah. a Marine. That's so sick. Yeah. But I mean, what? Yeah. I guess a man like can be strong emotionally and physically. And then like just being able, yeah. Being a good father is huge. Like Jeez. raising, raising your children, raising strong women and strong men and, um, keeping your shit together when everyone else can't. Yeah. Like if you have a family, for instance, mm-hmm. and something happens where everyone's freaking out, you have to be the one who is not. Yeah. And aside from that, all that other bullshit where you're like, I don't know, maybe this is my own insecurity, but like a man has to be the provider and make all the money, uh, I mean that you do have to obviously like, can, but the world's changed so much. Like back when that was a definition, it was like the guy went off and could work at like where I work at like a cabinet shop yeah. and, and raise a family on that. And that's just not the case anymore. Yeah. Both yeah. people have to work, whatever. So I, feel I like, agree with you on that. I feel like nowadays it's like partners. Yeah. Like if far financially, yeah. like, but still, yeah, I do feel that, um, there are definitions of what a man is that I just think is are kind of silly or people use them so that they can bash on men or that they can feel like a man. Yeah. And I guess everyone has their own definition and maybe mine just, I don't, I don't even think I'm a man. I, I hope to be. You're definitely a man. I, I hope to be. You're close. Or yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're married. Someday. <laughs> That's true. I don't have a mustache. But. <laughs> Your dad does. Yeah. So yeah my dad way. does. Uh, but yeah, that's what I, in my mind, that's like, that's what a man would be. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like, I agree with you. I think a man is like someone who like. Eats steak. Yeah. No. <laughs> Namaste. Yeah. Namaste. 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 <laughs> Tara's going to be so pissed because she was coming up with all these namaste jokes. <laughs> she had me crying uh, on the ride namaste. home. No, she didn't. <laughs> it's a joke that keeps you trying to give him a ride. He's like, nah, I'm gonna stay. <laughs> he did. Tara said that one. <laughs> she already said that. Fuck. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's so funny because the individual man, woman is divided into masculine, feminine. Yeah. Each one, you know, and men and women are more alike than they're different. It's just that the differences matter. Yeah, that's true. But we're but like 90 something percent the same. Yeah, we need the same things. We want often yeah. the same things. But the differences are just big. They matter. The you differences know? matter, yeah. Yeah. So uh and there's more feminine dudes and more masculine women and there's like everyone leans on a spectrum, you know? Uh yeah. T- to me, I think being a father is definitely a sign of a man. Like they say you don't fully mature until you have a kid. I've heard that and I don't know who they are, but I've read that or heard that somewhere. Yeah. That you never really like fully mature until you have you create life. But I don't know. I mean that could be true. I could just be like hey, I don't know. For know. people who do it, kind of a lot of them say that. Yeah. You know, like the the change that they see in themselves or feel. Yeah. You know? 
But yeah, that's dude, I know I know too many people who've had children with men who just oh, dude. fucked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't ask, don't see him. That's what Karen was saying about my father was like he was a real man because he fought to get you. Yeah. He kidnapped you and he kept fighting to get his kids. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's a good definition of yeah, a man. man. Yeah. I I don't get I don't get how those fucking people exist in the world and wake up every day and can live. It's got to be a hard road for sure, dude. It's got to be a hard road. It's fucking mind-boggling. <clears throat> yeah. So fuck all those people. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna do one better. Do the complete opposite. No, they'll figure it out. I hope you hope for them. No, not even. I'll go to the point where they'll be in their child's life and be a positive force. I hope so. That's how you turn the tide, though. Is you start with your language and then you try to like, try to like, do that. I realize too, um, or I'm realizing as I go that, um. The way you feel about someone can keep them in bondage. So, like, if you wish them well, like, so whenever I've been seeing something negative or someone in, like, a hard situation where I'm, like, like, I saw my aunt and I felt like she's doing okay, but she had some stuff that was on her soul and heart. And I've seen, like, other people and I'm, like, I've just been saying it to myself, like, saying, no, she's going to be confident. She's going to be secure. She's going to be in love. Or he's going to be uh, happy. Or he's going to work hard and figure it out. Just say what you want to happen. Because yeah. what's, what what's the harm in that? And, and that changes your expression. If you can say it and think it, then that, exchange, that changes your expression. And then when they come in, into your expression, they're gonna, it's going to be a different thing. You know? yeah. It's like if you, if you don't like someone, but you go up to them and just be like, I like you. It like changes the whole interaction. That whole... like. That's why I think maybe you're further along than me. I'm sure you are. Some days. But <laughs> I always, whenever I I hear that, I'm just like, it sounds so close to delusion. Mm. So my big word I've been using lately at my family reunion was, you got to draw boundaries with people and then wish them well. Draw boundaries so you don't get taken advantage of. Yeah. But then wish them well. Yeah, that's. Because then yeah. that's going to change how you're, what you're expressing. What I you're know it's feeling. not because I know you're not delusional. But it's just like, to to me, what what it sounds like is that you're like, in the face of, it's like that stupid that meme. I think it was like the first meme ever with that, uh, the cartoon dog sitting in the burning house, and he's like, "This is fine." Yeah. You're like, "Well, no, it's not." Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure there's moments where what I'm saying might not apply so much, but no, but I think it does. It's just that, and I guess it probably goes without saying, but you can't you can say that and you can have that feeling and have it be good for them and you, you just have to also accept reality. Yeah. I guess. Well, that's why I say you got to draw boundaries because yeah, if you don't draw boundaries and you're letting them hurt you, then you're not helping them. Yeah. Right. The way you help them is you draw boundaries so they can't get you. And then you have the capacity to wish them well. Yeah. And like have a prayer for them. That's the important positive thing because dude, they also, I've also heard somewhere that, you can't fail if one person wishes you well, like wishes you success. You'll never fail. You'll never be able to fail. And so I've been trying to wish other people well because I'm like, if I'm wishing them well, then that's just out there. Like if you're wishing me well and I don't even know about it, like that's a win, I feel like. 
How? Because then at least you're rooting for me. Well, you don't know though. No. But so it's a win for me. What does it do for you if you don't know? It. I might not know about it, but at least that's out there. Instead of the opposite. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like that's out there in the ether. That's a possibility. All things are possible. But can you go out there and get it? I bet I f- could feel it if I came up to you and you were wishing me well. I would be able to sense it. And yeah. I'd probably have a good. That's probably why we're friends. Because yeah. I wish you well and you wish me well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whether you, I know it or not, I can feel it. Yeah, I can that's true. Intuitively, in, I can inherently. But this, pick this it up. see, this gets to that like that's us interacting, and you can feel it without saying it. You know, that's like a vibe, I guess. And I definitely an expression. Yeah, what you feel, you express out. But into then the world. you get to that whole like reiki shit, where someone's like you lay down on a table. I'm and not trying to sell you anything here. <laughs> no, I know, but this is this is why I have like I'm so I. People do that thing where they like nah, they, they heal you. They go like this over. They don't touch you, but they heal you. And it's like get fucked. I, that's good. Let them. They're gonna. I guess. See, that's the other thing. It's like, do they feel well. good? I wish. Then them I guess well. they have been healed a little if they feel better. Even I don't if know. They just feel like it did like a placebo effect. Is the placebo effect bad? No. Yeah. I'm not. Definitely not the one to go to like a Reiki master. I know. I know. <laughs> but this is where I go. This is where I take it. Yeah. Because I, I don't know. I. I think it bothers me that people believe in that, but maybe it's just because uh, I don't believe in anything, or I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I you wonder. Sound like a nihilist. No, I wonder. I don't believe in anything, dude. <laughs> no, anything like that. Like there's something else going on. Oh yeah. That there's something we can't see or, or feel. Well, can you can you admit this much that you are matter, and there's something that animates you beyond just matter, or do you think you're just a collection of matter that somehow just like. Because I feel like... I, yeah, I think I'm a, a, you know, a biological... We're all a biological just mishap. I don't know. I could, like, it could have just as easily not happened as it did happen. So far, that's what I think. I'm also leaning towards the whole simulation thing because that seems like it's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like what we were talking about, but sci-fi version. Yeah. Like, what was the fucking guy's name? Rondi, Ronde? R- no, Ronjo with the no, guy. No, yeah, stay. Um, Dango. Dango up in Maine, tripping, <laughs> doing all, like. Are you kidding me? Someone didn't like <laughs> make that happen. I know, I like, know. Come on, it does seem like assimilation. <laughs> I used to know this guy. I worked with him at this bakery. His name was Maddie. He was like this fucking thin. <laughs> He was this tall, and he dressed like he was in the Civil War. Yes. Like, and he lived on Musket Lane. Oh my God! And like, get the fuck out of here! Like, God's got a sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. Someone's doing something. It's so funny, dude. Yeah, I don't even know where we are anymore. I know right where we are. I'm not lost that much. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty good. Yeah. For sure. I've been trying just to focus on like, I know that my life and my emotions, the way I feel and my thoughts are a a lot to manage. So I'm just like trying to hypnotize myself to see the good. And I've been doing that my whole life because I just like want to have a good life, you know, like I want to like live dreams and have fun. And like I've seen the negative side, you know, like I've already lived in hell. So I know you can manifest hell. And that's a testament to the creator. I know we can create hell. So the creation's possible. If that's possible for us, then where do we get that from, you know? So it's like, 
I want to prove God is there just through manifesting the good. <laughs> yeah. Because I've already been to hell. I know hell, I know fear and hell and all those negative emotions are real if you pay attention to them. Yeah. And it's easy to. It's like, so I just want to go the other way and see how far you can go too, you know? Yeah. I think that would be great. That's the way to go. If it's a dream, if it's a merrily, merrily stream, let's like control our consciousness to towards like, subconscious is like the engine it doesn't really think it just takes what you think during the day and it manifests it so like if you can manifest if you can control what you're thinking and feeling during the day your subconscious will create that reality but it's that sounds so surreal but it's so basic and obvious i know it it is because you wake up negative and you're in a bad mood you're going to create hell for yourself that day and no one will deny that it's so much easier to have faith and fear than it is to like go the other way you know yeah and that's not and the word god always scares people off but like again it's like god is the unknown they even say it in the bible it's like it's, it's the untangible you can't say it it's like you gotta feel it or something so it's like i'm not i'm not a religion you know like everyone's so afraid of religion i think religion's good for tradition and like they've preserved the good which is amazing but i don't think you have to have it you don't have to sign up for a church unless you're that's something you're comfortable with you know if that's something you like, then, yeah, that seems like a positive thing for the most part. It can go fucking wrong, too, because men can do anything, you know? All yeah, things are possible. Yeah, like, hey, I think, we can, uh, I think we can make some money off of this. Yeah, cults and fucking... Dude, they do. They're doing crazy shit. The church did crazy D- shit. They're still doing Humans crazy do shit. crazy shit. Yeah. Humans. <laughs> yeah. Life is a ride, bro. <laughs> Life is but a dream. Choo, choo, choo. I just bought my first pair of boots, Goonan. Yeah? Yeah, like... It's been a long time, and I just bit the bullet. And I was like, I'm buying. What'd you get? Uh, don't even know the brand. Shit. I'll show you when we get downstairs. They just like I looked through a bunch of boots, and I found some. I'm like, these are what I'm. This is, these are them. You're the Army Navy store. No, I tried to. But they were closed. I actually went there once to look, and they didn't really have much. Yeah. I just got another pair at uh. Aubrey found me another pair at this thrift store that's down and across from the gas station down in the center. Nice. Over there. Yeah. Uh, brand new like. Dark brown Timberlands. Yeah, hell boots. yeah. Yeah, it's like 25 bucks. They're like $200. You can come up in the thrift stores. Yeah, I've man. gotten some nice button-ups that I'm really stoked on. Some couple... It's hard to get pants, but once in a while, you get like yeah. a good fit. You're like, damn. Where the one leg's not longer than the other. You're like, whoa, that's why it's here. <laughs> oh, you found that? I need those, dude. One of my <laughs> legs longer than the other. Save <laughs> those for me. I brought it up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this boot. This, when I stand up. This, this it one. does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. I broke my leg when I was two. Okay. And... uh I guess it stopped growing for a little bit. Wow. Or however that works. You're going to have to make sure you keep that thing stretched out, dude. I'm always on a fucking... Get on that table. A little tilt. Yeah, you got to get on that table. I, b- I bounce when I walk, people say. Gangsta limb. I just, yeah. Gangsta lean, uh, that's why I'm good at dancing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. Yeah. It's been... Okay, so... I'm not finished talking. <laughs> Because I haven't podcasted in over a month, Gunan. I've been wanting to, but it's just like I want to be in the right frame of mind and I want to feel good and be able to take my time. And, you know, like it's like I want to enjoy doing it. I don't want to just do it. You know, can you say what you need to say while I pee? I don't need to be here for it. Let me think for a second. I already lost my train of thought, but you can go pee and then come back. It'll come back to me. Hell yeah. Drain the main vein, my dude. Do I go back to some tunes again? Yeah, podcast people, we back. It's been a minute. I'm stoked to be back. 
I'm gonna try to podcast as much as I can. You know, I'm trying to carve time in to make it happen more. It's not always the easiest thing. There's a lot of, definitely a lot of good things going on. You know, so but um, yeah, I'm stoked to stoked we're doing this today. Kevin texts me. My sisters text me. My sister texts me, her like with a. Um, an app that makes her bald, and she's like, I look just like you. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Leah's classic. She's got, like, chin hair and everything. Straight up dude, man. So funny. Oh, more tunes? I love Gernan. He's one of my favorite person to podcast with. I thought about asking him just to be, like, do a podcast with me. Like, do this show with me. But I don't know. We've just, we'll just keep going like we are. Oh, I'm so glad my back's feeling better too. I had faith during that whole thing. I was just like, yeah. Roll it. now it's like almost a hundred percent, which is the best feeling ever. I'm about to have you know when you get hurt and you haven't skated in like two weeks? That's where I'm at. But now I'm almost at a hundred percent because I've been lifting weights and stretching, sit ups, push ups, doing doing all that manly shit. <laughs> uh and I feel almost there. So I'm excited for the next session. And it's fall, like we were talking about. So, but it's gonna be the best feeling. Even just pushing around, rolling on my board, is gonna feel amazing. It's gonna feel like a big exhale. That's what skating feels like sometimes when you just like are doing a lot and you just like can't skate, but you really want to because you know it's gonna be good for you and you're just like gonna feel great. Your body's gonna feel good. You're gonna. It's gonna be a big exhale. And then that's when skating really helps because you just like get out there and you're just like moving around you're turning you're riding over stuff you're saying hi to people you're just like and you feel like you just exhale at least for me i'm fortunate to live next to the edge that's what i was kind of thinking of just skating there and saying hi to everyone it's getting to edge season too so that'll be fun as hell oh look who's back bro look who's back Oh uh, no, I just went off on a tangent. I don't even know what I was talking about. I forgot what I was going to say. I just kept going back to my sister's wedding song. We're back. Throw those on again. Let's. Here you go. A little snap in there. Oh, dude, I'm getting excited for uh, Asawego. Asawego, oh, right. New York. We're going to do, um, they're opening up a brand new skate park in Oswego, New York, which is on, I think it's Lake Ontario, right? It's pretty far, but me and the All I Need crew are going to literally get up there. We're going up there to do like a skate jam and for the skate park grand opening. When is that again? It's uh, October. I'll tell you right now. Let me find it. It's a weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. We might have to leave on a Friday. Yeah, that's cool. I'm a little nervous because like, I don't know if we have enough room because there's eight of us. And I got to bring the PA system. But if I bring one speaker instead of two, I think we can fit everything. But there's going to be eight of us, so it's going to be kind of tight in that van. I even was thinking about trying to see if someone else would drive yeah. and I'd pay for gas. But I think we could all fit in the in the van, but we'll see. You just have to try to pack. Beforehand, yeah. I'm going to have to run it. Everything in the fucking... I'll have to show you photos from my sister's wedding, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, so... Mayor Billy, let me turn the music off. <clears throat> Mayor Billy Barlow invites you to the skate park grand opening skate jam. 
the city of Oswego, New York skate park. Saturday, October fifteenth at one p.m. And we'll all be there. We're going up. It's a brand new skate park. Looks epic. Uh, have you um, seen pictures of it yet? Yeah, I've seen some. I'll have to, I'll have to pull them up for you after. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're gonna go up, set my PA system up, give out some product, maybe do some skate jams for people there, have them sign up and stuff. Yeah. Film, skate, make an edit for the day. Dan's gonna come and film. So. We'll oh just, yeah, that's awesome. We just get to hang out at a brand new skate park and fucking skate and film. Yeah. And all the homies are going. Me, Everybody? you, Evan's going, uh, Billy's going. Uh, it's a full van. Dan's going. Jensen's going to go. Uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. You, me, Billy, Jensen, Evan, Dan. There's two more. It's a heavy crew. It's two more. It's probably in the group chat. Jeff? Jeff. I wish Jeff was going. Who the fuck else is in there? Hold on. Kevin and Sammy are gone. Yeah, they are. Son of a bitches. Sean? No, I wish Sean was going. I don't think he's going. Timmy's flying out. He is? Yeah, I'm flying Timmy out. Oh, so that's one more, Timmy. Yeah. So what do we got? One more space? Who am I missing? I have it written down. That's insane. We're just spacing on one of our friends. Dude, I know. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't even say it. No, it's too late. We're too late. Hold on. One, two... Three, four, five, six, seven. Who's the last person? How can I not remember? Maybe it's not another person. Maybe not. Maybe you can bring both speakers. That would be sick. Although one speaker like bumps pretty solid anyways. Yeah, that's true. So it doesn't really matter at that point. Well, I hope we're not forgetting one of our friends. They know. They know about it. Barth? No, Barth's not going. Oh, he's going to bad knee right yeah he's recovering from his knee injury he's been creating a lot of art which is sick yeah i've seen it it's pretty cool yeah i'm gonna keep going with that i think you started a group chat with everybody didn't you did i look it up look it up uh (laughs) i love this billy me evan goonan jensen mcgrath is this it right here (laughs) i got how to get to six timmy's flying out Fuck, that's not it. <laughs> wait, wait, is that it? <laughs> now I got it. Now, whoever it is, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, too late. No, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. They're not coming. Nope, They're funny. not coming, dude. They're not coming. I thought you started a group chat with everybody. I definitely did. I definitely did. There we go. No, that was something else, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just did the math. <laughs> Maybe you don't have as yeah, many. Yeah, dude, I think that unless, you, have unless you got friends. Ramsey or something. No, oh, we just don't have as many friends as we think we do. Oh, shit. Whoops. <laughs> Were you dropping lar- alarms over here? Yeah. I just changed my alarm, actually. I cha- Tara t- convinced me to change the alarm. Oh, Sound? Yeah. Cause it's jarring. Morning? Every morning, every morning. Even I thought it, but I didn't realize you could change them. And I knew that. Oh yeah. I think I did, but I just didn't think that. Like, you need your your partner to tell you. I need a yeah. Uh, I like a get me out of bed sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit snooze? No, no. Uh, sometimes I used to. I haven't in a while. I'm not a snoozer. Today I no. Yesterday I did. One of these days I did because I was like I just need to sleep. Yeah. You know you just realize it. It's just like. Yeah. 
You're just like, I fucking need one day where I just fucking zone out and sleep in. Yeah. Or just don't do anything after work. That's the other thing. Yeah. Get out of work and just keep working. Yeah, that happens too. Yeah. For sure. Um, Do we do it? Yeah, man. I'm starving. Thanks for podcasting again. Anytime, dude. High five. It's sick when I walk out of the house, like, get in the car to come over here, and it's like, oh, yeah, it's like 10 minutes away. Yeah, that it's is so sick. close. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love doing this. It's easy. It's been a while, so. um, Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's it. We're ending it. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Double na- very same time. One, two, three. Namaste. 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 <laughs> Namaste. That's probably Steak. a thing. <laughs> Peace. I'm Anthony Shetler, and this is the All I Need Skate Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please let us know by subscribing, liking, and sharing an episode. Check out allineedskate.com for epic skate videos of the crew, our skateboards, and apparel.